Why would you take Zach Dye to Thailand? Hey, that's the that's fun in it. <laughs> he, he, he'd have a hell of a time. Prostitution's legal in Thailand. Those Thai lady boys. <laughs> <laughs> Zach that's in Thailand. You sound like a bad Disney movie. Should I should sell my ticket? <laughs> <laughs> Why is nobody else talking? Josh is eating, so he can't, ideas, he can't multitask. My ideas, man? My ideas are badass. I'm in Lala Land. We know how I work. <laughs> Horrible movie. I've <laughs> not seen that one. Don't. Don't. Don't wish. Not worth it. I liked it. Proof of point. What's up, fuckers? You're happy you can say that this week, aren't no you? No shit. I didn't have to wait on anybody else to do anything. Just push the button, do my shit, and get on with it. There you go. Welcome to the Turn the Buckle podcast this week. I am Jason Hampton. Josh Cox. Will Clark. Ben Thrasher. And we've got a special guest this week. Who the fuck is it? It's T.Y. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, if it's T.Y., it's a not too fly tie from uh, Alabama. Cool dude, but it is Tyler T. Y. Sutton from Georgia. 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 I like the way he did that. It was almost like the new girl. Who is it? It's me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm supposed to say something. Yeah, it's pretty funny. <laughs> so we had a pretty eventful week. Yeah, no shit. Took a shit. Took a couple. A couple of them. Yeah, Ben sent some of his shits. I was about to say, we had a picture of one earlier. That was good. <laughs> I had the worst timing fucking possible, too. I don't know. I, I've seen more impressive shits from you, so. Hey, man. I'm what? limited on what I can do now. I got it. We need to do a top five on Ben's shits. Oh, Jason will win that hands down. That wouldn't even make the top five. <laughs> that wouldn't even get honorable mention in the top ten. <laughs> I just make- sent you that one because it was like the perfect like the slice of cheese. Oh, yeah. Like somebody whittled it out of my butthole just so perfectly. This is, needs to be an OnlyFans, though. You got to make that money. Gas is outrageous. That's right. The Ben Thrasher OnlyFans. Only shit picks. <laughs> well, you got to tease them with something else, too. Okay, the left testicle. Yes. Well, hell, Tony Storm's made 10 grand in like, what, a couple hours of her? Have you 20, seen her? 20, That's the gay guy right? saying that, too. I mean, yeah. shit. I'm married. Have you guys seen my wife? Huh. Listen. Even if I was married, I'd still say it's Tony Storm. Damn. <coughs> I love you, honey. I don't listen. I live with it. She'll fucking punch me in the mouth. Tyler, quit showing me pictures on your phone. I'm just playing. Oh, uh, so in this picture, <laughs> you kind of brought that on yourself for marrying someone bigger than you. <laughs> Jennifer hates me. She's not going to listen to this shit anyway. Who uh, who would he marry that is not bigger than him? Bridget the Midget. Adam would have him. <laughs> Goddamn, Greg, <Greg-Mon-Killy. laughs> 
And even though the, Will pointed at Josh, even though he partially came out and he said something like, from now on what he's doing was eating meats, meat sticks or something <laughs> like that, we all know if he comes out, he's yours. Me? It's like jailhouse lovers. You've laid dibs on him. So he's grabbing Will's pocket is what you're saying. Yes, 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 yes. He will leave the iced honey bun on your pillow. I'm going to go get some more pasta. See, sucking on the noodles. Is that code word for penis? I think so. Five oh. letters, starts with a P. Yeah. Yeah, works for me. But no, man, had a good week. Good week in wrestling. It was a good week in wrestling. Well, it was really good if you don't count Rollins. <laughs> I said wrestling, not sports entertainment. Hey. Yeah, not that thing Vince Russo created. <coughs> not Vince McMahon, Vince Russo. Two Vince. <laughs> yeah. Both. Vince Russo can make a plate of food, though. He can. What a... a a bro sandwich? No, we were we were doing a church show for him, and he literally kept throwing shit on my plate. By the time we got done, Tyler, my plate was just like a regular paper plate was rounded over. And and nothing was throwing, falling off. Just kept, yeah, I don't know how he learned to stack food like that. <laughs> That's the way he learned to stack shit in his booking. But it's like, oh, thrashy, you got to get some of this shit in the church. How many how many matches were on that card? How long did they last? And uh, how many were the accused? Lord, there was. Ten matches or better. I was about to say it was at least like eight or ten. Yeah. I don't remember the finishes on many of them. I know they were all supposedly told stories from the Bible. The boys all had to wear a shirt. They couldn't be shirtless in the church. Then you know, once they did the one in Rome, the second one, it, you know, they could wear their full gear. But here, they, uh, they had to wear their gear with a shirt over it. What is this fucking Saudi Arabia? Hmm. Nope, it was Chickamauga. It was Chickamauga. Wasn't even Sonny Daisy. <laughs> I see what you did there. That's pretty funny. Or Saudi Daisy, however you Saudi want to say it at that time. <laughs> Saudi or Daisy, depending on which one you're from. These are two hey. different places. So I guess we'll go ahead and let Wilbur start with his review of sports entertainment. Uh, fucking hate this company. Hadn't even, even started though, yet. Even though they fucking like eavesdrop on what the fuck we say. There's a bug in his damn house. <laughs> no shit. Three different segments last night. <laughs> Forbatim. What we sit here and pitch last week happened last night. No shit. But we can't get jobs. <laughs> I turn it down. Yeah, the Kevin Owens thing, almost exactly what we were saying. The only thing we didn't say was he was dressed Just up like as Austin. Owens. Or as Austin, yeah. Speaking of, Kevin Owens open. There we go. <laughs> he didn't open SmackDown. No, I was starting with Raw. Okay. <laughs> Reigns open. Okay, yeah, that's par for the course. That's SmackDown. Well, I found about right. But it was actually a pretty fucking great open. I'm not gonna lie. Okay, I need to time out. I'm gonna time out for you for, for a minute. I have not watched SmackDown nor Raw. I don't even remember. In well over three years. It's okay. You can show it like we do. Okay. <laughs> so that's pretty much so, how it happens. So what I hear is what I'm going to call. If it's horrible, I'll, pro- I'll probably say No, something. literally, we don't watch SmackDown. Okay. And Raw is just background, background noise. noise. Yep. That's fair. We had it on We had it on last night, and I looked up for a little bit of stuff. You know the best thing WWE is doing right now? Cody and Carmella. I'm all about that shit. Cody and Carmella. Yeah, Corey and Carmella? Yeah, that Cody. <laughs> <laughs> I know there's rumors. That I got Cody like, on the shit, brain. he's supposed to debut and he's banging Carmella already? What's okay. Brandy going to say about that? Menage a trois. <laughs> That's threesome in French, Josh. 
Carmella's a whore. How many guys she slept with? John Cena? Not as Gordon many Graves. as Kelly Kelly. Oh, dear God. Oh, 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 oh. Kelly Kelly or Kali Kali? <laughs> that was funny shit. You'll stand your ass in the corner for that shit. <laughs> that was funny shit. You gotta admit that shit. God damn. <laughs> I seen another one today. I don't know who it was. I fucking love that Blizzard Barbie shirt. Thank you. Oh, that, that, is that is a nut shirt. That's a great exclusive name. No, get the fuck on. Go, go. Well, go. Is that Dollar Wheeler? What the hell do y'all want? He wanted my testicles. Whoa. Oh. That's a great exclusive, ain't it? Still pissed. It is. It's the first one I got. Oh, no. That's the first grade I got. If you can't see, it's a. <laughs> It's just a Bruiser Brody shirt. Oh. It's got all kind of Japan writing on it. Shit, it's uh, too pretty, bad it has a it's pretty fucking a, badass. They can't see. That's why I explained what it was. Too bad it's not a shirt with him and Luger in the cage. Mark <laughs> Luger trying to get the fuck out of there. Have you ever watched that, Josh? I haven't in a while. He's not even that rough with him. He's just you know. I just know Luger was scared shitless. Well, I mean, I can't say that I blame him. No, the Bruiser wasn't feeling it. That's me with uh. my fingers doing the quotes. And he told the booker, if you want him over, I'll put him over, but he's going to work for it. Who was booking then? Was it uh, Or was it still Jim uh, That was 85, so it wasn't. If it's early 85, it's Daddy Graham. He ain't committed suicide yet. If it's mid to late 85, it's Dusty slash Mike Graham. 86, 86, I'm sorry. Because Luger left straight from there and showed up in WWF net, or WCW, well, NWA showed up on the WCW TV show. Uh, so it was probably. I wonder, I thought it was like 88. It was. Or 87. It might have been, because he was in uh, NWA early 87. He hadn't joined the Horsemen yet, because that's when they started doing the turn with Ole. <laughs> I remember this so vividly, because that's what I watch when I go to bed every night is, uh, is that, and then right now they're at the. Uh, See the second one, so that's the '87 Crockett Cup. The build up to that, and Luger's finally turned full, full four horsemen. So if it was late '86, it was uh, either Mike Graham or Mike Rotunda doing the booking then. Okay. Uh, maybe Blackjack Mulligan. I don't know if that's when he had made that return back to Vince with all the cowboy vignettes or not, but it was either Rotunda, Graham, or Mulligan. Okay. <laughs> Excuse me, sorry guys. God damn, that's rude, Josh Cox. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what do you mean? Who's burping up Cox? Pizza's great. Pizza's really good. Really Pizza good. is tasty. That pasta was really good. Uh huh, it's good. Tell y'all it was. Okay, so the Roman Reigns open. Like to thank the Acropolis for catering our no podcast shit. tonight. <laughs> thank you, Acropolis. Sorry, By way of and after eating practice. all this pasta, I'll be a cropping a lot. <laughs> awesome, man, brother. Thank it's you, Conrad. It's wild in the Mall of America. Thank you, Conrad Thompson. <laughs> We're scurry at when you get scurry sitting right here on top of the cage. Sorry, Will. I didn't mean to interrupt you. That, that took a turn. Hey, um, the, the basis of our podcast is we're always off the rails. So. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. A review, what we do a review of. Literally, we should have an hour-long podcast. Well, yeah. But it isn't like four hours. <laughs> well, Jason and Ben, you guys know what it's like to do a podcast with me. Hell, with me and Jay Dizzle and uh, Jay get ours. Yeah. Oh, shit. Remember, yep. much like Saturday night, Zach Dye stole the show when I brought him in to do mine. <laughs> yeah, oh, my God. That motherfucker shit on everybody. 
I don't think he didn't shit on anybody in his family. No, everybody, no, got, everybody was not. That got it everybody hilarious. wasn't safe. The story behind it, mine is supposed to go live to tape. Like, we record really? mine, mine's live on K, out of KZ106 that day. Zach goes first, and he just, his shit was so good, I was like, fuck that, put mine in a can, release his now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like It was so good, and like nobody expected that from Zach, because it's Zach, but... That's Ever since then, he started to evolve into where he's at now. We'll yeah. we'll get to that. We'll cover that later. But it's fucking phenomenal, kid. Hell yeah! So Roman starts, and Heyman like so. Roman's running his mouth, running his mouth, running his mouth. Heyman's looking at his phone. Looks at Roman. Looks back at his phone. <laughs> and finally gets Roman's attention. What's going on? And it said that Lesnar is playing with couldn't. Lesnar wasn't going to be there because he hit a storm or something, and blah, blah, blah. The collective got to me. <laughs> Them assholes. Shit. So. First Randy Rocker. Like, what, 10 minutes later? First Randy Rocker, now, now Brock, Brock Lesnar. Lesnar. Them so assholes. Then, Roman keeps going, keeps going, saying, you know, that. Uh, that one got me. Lesnar's a, a bitch, basically. He's scared, not showing up. Like Heyman says he's landed. And uh, Heyman's like, he's just trying. He's screaming. He's trying to get Roman's attention. So and Roman's like, no, no, you don't tell me what you need to tell me. Let me talk. Let, the people came to see me. And he's like, no, you need to hear this. <laughs> and so Roman's like, what? He's here. He's landed. He's here. <laughs> then they hightail it very quickly. Heyman's <laughs> facial expressions and his his. Oh my God. Heyman's money. Oh, oh no doubt. Heyman. So I guess as soon as they they came back for, or started on commercial during commercial whatever, Lesnar drives a forklift through the car. Okay, how they did this is not just a forklift. That is an industrial strength lift that you use in a junkyard to pick up multiple cars at one time. So it is not like the forklift, like it's forklift. Okay. It's always not like a forklift that, <laughs> just for the people that didn't watch it. It's not like a forklift you're going to have to avoid when you're walking around Lowe's. It's not what they put on Mankind to pin. <laughs> no. No, it's uh, it's one you see in a junkyard that's taking cars to the crusher. It's got three or four cars with the super long forks. But did you see... But the horn on it was hilarious. Did you catch the horn? Uh-huh. It's like a car horn. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it sounded exactly it like did. that. It did, Brock's, and Brock's <laughs> waving as he drives. That would that would make me watch SmackDown just for that fucking horn alone. <laughs> it comes on the same time New York Undercover does. Oh, okay. But no, he's the way he zooms in, and then as soon as he makes contact with the car, it cuts to commercial. Who the fuck knows that shit? WWE? Yeah. And then when they come back from commercial, they do a recap of everything and show you what happened during the commercial. More recaps. Yep. That's what they need to listen to this podcast about is less recaps. <laughs> Not still the shit we come up with. Right. No cap. No cap. That's what the kids say. Oh. I wear one everywhere I go because I got a bald spot. <laughs> I'm a walking bald spot. <laughs> Josh. Yo. Throw this away. Tommy Reed says thank you. Brother. So after that, we have Boogs and Nakamura versus. Did Lethal. you say boobs? Now see, I knew who he said, and I heard boobs too. Boogs, boobs. Remind me who boobs is. Okay, he was Rick Eric Boogenhagen. 
Oh, Eric Bogan, oh, I love that guy. On that, NXT, that guy is. A, he, have you seen? Have you seen him work out? Yes. Like it's work. He's a freaking nature. So he's now he's awesome. wrestling in a Richard Simmons singlet from the '80s. Yes. And he looks like Rick Rude in said singlet. Yes. And he's Rick Boogs. Okay. And I, he plays. I, 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 I want to see. And he plays Nakamura's theme song on electric guitar. Okay. Okay. I, I like that guy though. That guy's actually yeah, he's, really funny. He's legit. Yeah, when we first ran in NXT, and he was getting over from just playing the air guitar. To the the air guitar song. shit, he was coming out. Yeah, yeah I, remember, NXT I remember that. I think I figured out something. What? I think I figured out who's going to wrestle uh, for the Intercontinental title. Oh, yeah. No, never mind. He's on Raw. I just forgot They're going to do something at Mania with that Gabe Stevenson kid. Oh, yeah. yeah. He, re- he won the NCAA title. He retired. Retired. He's already signed to Raw. Look at that fucking guy with Brock Lesnar. A match or something. They give, got, give him fucking MMA gloves and let him go. And put him yeah. go and take him to UFC, Bellator, PFL. I don't give a fuck. I want to see those two guys. Had they together. not put Gable and Otis together, that would be a phenomenal tag team. You bring you bring Anger back. Yeah, they, they were talking guys. on yes. that. Bring that that puts me back on SmackDown Raw. Maybe years ago when they did the Angle Sun gimmick, it should have been Chad Gable. Yeah, it should have. I get why they did Jason Jordan because oh, gave her angle like angle black, black chicks. Okay, that's fine. We all do. No big deal. Don't. And, and I'm not saying this because you know Jason Jordan's good. Could have been great as his career not being cut short. Yeah. But Gable makes sense. Yes. Yeah. That just they, popped in my head, but he won't be the one because he's on SmackDown. Uh, they were talking on uh, Wrestle Talk when I watched it today. They said, "I see it already." Gable Stevenson. Versus Chad Gable. For who gets to use the Gable name? Now, I did think that maybe he's the one that comes in to wrestle Omos. Gable. Boy, that... No. Oh. Gabe Stevenson. Uh, you know, yeah, there you go for Two whole minutes. What is it? Hi. Hi. What's that? Uh, almost. Yeah. Almost. <laughs> almost. Yeah. Cornette's podcasts are hilarious. I can oh, see yeah. almost being a good name for him. Even if you don't agree with everything Cornet says, which I don't. Uh, but you're not going to 100% agree with anybody. A lot of our agreements are in step. Uh, and, you know, much like you and Type T.Y. were there uh, when I did my little spiel to the dressing room Saturday night. I put over that I've been watching wrestling since 1986, and I watch every version of it. There's nothing you can do that I've not already seen. With that being said, Cornette stops at like 93, 94, let's say, because that's when Smoky Mountain shut down. Mm-hmm. And other than that, if it wasn't shit he did in OVW or Ring of Honor, all modern day wrestling past 1994 is the shits. Wait a minute, Smoky Mountain shut down in 94? Yeah. I thought it was 95. That's, well, they had a few shows in 95, uh-huh. but they lost all their TV early in the <laughs> 95. Yeah, 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 okay. Unibomber. <laughs> <laughs> I got him. Damn, I that's not really a problem what you can do without a camera. You know where I was going, don't you? Robert Gibson's mom. I love you, my little... Uh, stuff that couldn't air nowadays. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no you doubt. Should've, you should have brought that one up like 10 years. Yeah. Sure. All right, well, we put the train back on the track. So, Nakamura Boots versus Lisa Lotharius. Uh Not Jose. Not Jose. Yeah, he's already lethal to himself out. Yeah, yeah, he's, <laughs> he's not live, pal. I mean, to be fair, I didn't really watch SmackDown. I just heard bits and pieces. So okay, sounds like about all of us. Far enough. 
far enough. I think the least they were that one the better. Yep. I think Lotharios could be good, but they fell the way of the Cologne's cousins. Yeah. Phenomenal talent, great tag team, look good, have matching gear, exactly everything a tag team should be, so they'll never make it the WWE system. No, WWE does not like tag teams. They don't give a fuck. No, they like thrown together <laughs> bullshit. Fucking. Like Boogs and Nakamura. But somehow they work, and I don't know. It's one of those. I mean, some of the thrown together shit works, like, really well. But some of it's just... A thrown together tag team should only be there, like they did with Austin and Michaels, where they're they're leading their Mania match. But before then, they're forced to wrestle Davey and Owen for the tag titles, and they win the tag titles. But they lose them the next week. That's all I've put together tag team. Man, I, was, I haven't seen an angle like that in years. No. Like, well, me and Shane did it at UEW. Okay. Hey, you know, I look old school. Yeah. Um, but it's just, to me, like, there's too many people that still value tag team wrestling. Uh, look at Chiampa and his thank you speech he did. Last, was it last week? Yeah, it was last week. Last week. Um, I know we had talked about it. We did the breaking news on the air, but I went back and watched it Wednesday. And it was, it was heartfelt, it was emotional, it was everything it needed to be. He put over the fact that he's been here, and I didn't realize this, seven years already. God. I mean, think about it. They showed up jobbing on TV. Yeah. Emma Gargano came in with no contract and then earned their contract. That's why their team name was DIY, because they did it themselves. Yo, fun fact, Ch- uh, Champa was, was on Impact and NXT on the same night. Yep. Oh, wow. So he pulled a uh, what was it? Or as we call it now, what was that girl's name? It was on Dynamite and SmackDown. Oh, uh, yeah, I ain't yeah, yeah. Sky Blue. No, it was Sky Blue. She's actually got a deal. This was just some random girl, but that's what we call some random girl. Some random girl. That worked. I can't remember her name, but yeah, she took. She was on the Lotharios Kiss Cam and on Rampage in the same night. Rampage was of course taped after Dynamite on Wednesday night, so she was on both of them. But back to that, he put over the fact that he loved NXT because they focused on character development and tag team wrestling. Uh, then you've got guys like Cash and Dash. Dax. Everybody knows my love for Cash. I put it over numerous times. Uh, put over that how much I've seen that kid grow from you know a guy that was Jason. You'll get this early Tyler Sutton size to yes. being the Jack monster that he was when he surfboarded my back. And we've only wrestled a handful of times. The best one being the Juggernaut match, but. They won't do anything but tag team wrestling. That's all they want to do. Uh, mm-hmm. Then you got perfect example of me not agreeing with Cornette. The Bucks are they the best tag team in the business? No. Are they top five? Goddamn right they are. If nothing else, for innovation, longevity. How many other teams that do that style of wrestling, the flips and everything, are still doing it full time? Well, I got an answer. I need about five minutes. Can, you, can, you, can you spare that? Yeah. Okay. Time's free, brother. Uh, teams like that. Unless you're in class action and time waits for no man. Oh, that's true, too. Oh, uh, house party, too. I'm sorry. Yeah. Now, now I can't do it because that's a good reference. <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 that is a great reference. Remember the Tate Twins? Yes. I'm actually going to talk about the Tate Twins in my NWA review. Because I, when Jennifer and I went to Atlanta for uh, AEW, they actually did... Um, AW Dark, and they worked uh, 
Jungle Boy and uh, they were there for that show. Mm-hmm. I couldn't get off. Fantastic! Yeah, I, I always thought to myself, those good. guys for years. I thought they did, they needed to call. They it deserved it. it. Holy smokes! They deserved it before they got to deal with Ring of Honor being the the original the boys. boys. Like Brandon and Brent Tate are the best unsigned talent, and I hope Shit, yeah. with what happened, and we'll, we'll get to that eventually. Uh, but I hope with what happened at the NWA pay per view that they get a more of a good look to them. A couple of teams you'll recognize when we go over that. Y'all, the now was in there. Uh, yeah, fuck. yeah. I, love, I, I do want to talk about that though. I love Hell Collins. Can't yeah. stand Vic Delicious. Well, good reason behind that. Yeah, you got to ask what's going on. I catch him. I'll explain that one off air. No, it, I, I, I know. Yeah, I know, you, I know, you know. Yeah. yeah. But I love Hell Collins. I always loved Hell. Yeah. Uh, they had some bangers, believe it or not, with uh, Scott Baron, Joey Idol at AWA uh, main event. Remember the Tribe Building, Red Building on the Hill? Long ass time. Yeah. yeah. When uh, Purvis was managing Joey and them. Justin O'Day and myself yeah. had a lot of good ones with them. Oh, yeah. We had a good few with them up there at Keith's show. Mm-hmm. They were easy to work. I just. And as far as the in talent, Vic's great. I can't knock him about that. It's just a personal issue I have with him. But I was glad to see guys that I know get a, a spot on that. And there's a lot more than Uncle Tony's there. Oh, yeah, Danny Plunk, Gills. Plunky, I, I, I can't get over that. Plunky's there. Uh, Alex Taylor's Alex Taylor. there. Yep. So a bunch of our uh, minor TYs guys from our Nashville days are doing great in the NWA. Yep, yep. What you got there, Wilbur? McIntyre, Viking Raiders versus Mahal, Shanky, and Corbin this week, not Madcap. Okay. I mean, that's what it is. I mean, didn't they put McIntyre over in that one? Trying to do the win or whatever. Trying to do dissension between Moss and Corbin because well, Moss that, was I cutting. Well, Moss cutting jokes in the back. How I think that'll be jokes. a breakup for sure after Mania. Are they still teasing the Viking Raiders to be in the tag titles too? They still have a job. Yeah. There's another great tag team that didn't got shit on. Yep. Yeah. Win the NXT tag titles and get called up, and it's been shit ever since. The Viking Experience, fucking really. And they tried to talk. Oh, that's the name of their move, motherfucker. Because there's so much backlash. Well, quit doing dumb shit and we'll be backlash. Exactly. So that sets up McIntyre and Corbin for Mania. Uh, there'll be some kind of shit with Madcap get involved there. Maybe they can dissolve that. He can put some gear on and come back and be the star that he could be because dude's got right. tons of potential. He's got the look. He's got the size. He's got the ability as long as he doesn't do belly-to-belly overhead throws anymore. No, that was that reverse Alabama slam. Are you sure? He took the reverse Alabama slam from McIntyre. No, no, no. When he killed Big E. That was Ridge Holland. Oh, yeah, different guy. <laughs> we'll yeah, Matt Castle wanted to skid it on his head at the last pay-per-view. Yeah. Yeah. That was awesome. <laughs> How the fuck do you do that? I couldn't even do that on uh, the old canvas of the ring we had. And it was it was one of the tart-like matches. You slide on that thing. Get your ass in there. I'm right here. Beat the shit out of you. Dude, I feel like we're in an old school locker. room. this kind of talk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little bit horny. Yeah. No so doubt. You, you really enjoyed the talk at the end of the show last week, then, didn't you? Yeah. What we got next, Will? Hey, listen, listen before we go over that, I will say. He does say it like Eric Watts. <laughs> uh, I, will, I will say this. I love that talk that we had. 
And I also love the fact that I didn't have to say a fucking word because you were thinking exactly what I was thinking. Well, that's because, <laughs> that's because you're from the generation right behind me yeah. that actually listened to the older guys. Like you and right. Jason and like the guys we had in there like Joey Idle and Sean Clark and uh, Charles Allen, Aiden Wright, or Charles Stanley. Sorry, all, all those guys are... Your generation maybe right after you guys, but still took an interest in learning to get better. So, yeah, that's what Jake said too. He goes, "It's like we were you were in my head when you're saying this shit." And it's like I just I had a few bullet points I wanted to hit. Then as I started hitting, my brain just kept going. So well, I mean, it's just it's the way it's supposed to be, though. And then the interaction from the guys too made it even better. Like Will Caution. I actually talked to Rick Sunday morning, Rick Michaels, yeah. and told him how great Will was, how he represented Anarchy, how he represented yeah. being trained by Rick. And yeah. uh, he hit me back. He goes, dude, thanks for the feedback. Any of my guys come up there, let me know this. And I'm trying to barter a deal to get one of my guys on the Friday night shows down there. Yeah. And it's working really well. Great. So good. Great. Uh, told him if, he could, if my guys come down there, I expect them to be professional, represent the company. Represent me, represent Woody, because I represent Woody still, and hold it. And like Will Carlson, you know, he's fairly new to the business, and he's throwing right answers, saying things that need to be said. So just the fact that there's still people training guys like this, you know, we we still got some good guys in this business coming up. Will actually uh, pulled me aside in the locker room Saturday. He was like, "Did you just go by the short fuse?" I'm like, Yep. That was a while ago. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, that's pretty cool that, uh, like, that guys, the guys now are, like, recognizing my old stuff, which, which is great. Right. It makes me feel good. As long as they don't follow in their mistakes no, no, out gosh. of the ring. Yeah, that, those are. And I try to, I try to, when I'm, I'm helping one of these young guys, I try to tell them, like, look, I'm, I'm not telling you this because I know everything or I've. I've never had a contract, none of that stuff, but I'm telling you, I've made money doing this. I've fed my family doing this. Don't do this shit outside of the ring. And we fired guys that are back with us now because of things they do outside of the ring. In this climate, you really pretty much need to keep your... And there's some guys that don't do it, and I have all the respect in the world for a guy like Gary Lamb, who is a Southern preacher that cusses like a sailor and can outdrink me in whiskey. And that's very hard to do. But he runs his show unapologetically the way he wants to run his show. His Facebook, his Twitter, he says what he wants to say. If you're offended, he gives two fucks. And that's great. But as a talent, you got to be careful. you got to tread those waters lightly. Because you don't know what the next promoter's feelings are. And in the wrestling business, you said it was us, you had to watch what you said about homosexuality. Because you didn't know what promoters were gay and what wasn't. Mm -hmm. Luckily... We were brought up with Mad Jack. Yeah. Jack was openly homosexual. We had no problems with it. Jack introduced every one of us, worked for Burt Prentice, who was the biggest openly gay professional wrestling promoter in the history of the business. Ah, uh, Ronnie. Promoter. Oh, promoter. Okay, 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 promoter. Okay, okay, okay. Now, personality, definitely Ronnie, Ronnie P. Gossett. <laughs> but, uh, so we knew what to expect going in. We knew how to handle ourselves, but... You just got to be careful. The cancel culture is real. Uh, so that's what I try to teach these guys. Is, you know, Twitter is a great tool to have. Instagram, Facebook, you have to have all these social media accounts. If you don't, you're not going to get noticed. But in that too, you got to be careful what you say what you do. If you go out to a club all the time, you got to be careful of what you say what you do. Because I still believe in the old school rule that if I'm booking you as a badass, 
and you come to me the next Saturday night with two black eyes and a broke nose because you asked what the bar fight, guess what? Leave. You're fired. That's the, I don't need you. That is the Bill Watt treatment. I don't need I, I you. Be, I believe in it. I believe in it. I don't need you. So, my whole thing, I'm friends with a lot of workers. Like, don't put your personal page as your worker page. What the fuck, dude? Not that. But if you do, be be mindful of what you say. But don't put your personal fucking life. Thank you. You've been friends with me on Facebook for probably close to eight years now or better. And it's sports stuff, wrestling stuff, shoe stuff, stuff about my kids. That's it. And the reason I do that is because I've, I've been a wrestler during that time. More importantly, I've been a promoter that has got my livelihood on the line. Uh, there was times, y'all know this, if we didn't make money at UEW, we didn't eat that week. We ate what was left in concession stands. I mean, y'all come to our house after the show, y'all. Y'all know I'm not lying when I say one night would be the leftover egg rolls and taquitos, and one night was hot dogs, and one night was nachos, just whatever was, we've been there before, but we got to a point where we were doing good and making good money at UEW that it, the show was paying for itself, but I just think you gotta be mindful, and that's what I tell a lot of these kids, like, they can have all the talent in the world, but if they're stupid in the head, they're never gonna get anywhere. There's a, there's a few people out there that I won't name names, but I've seen a lot more this day and age than back when. Yes. And it, um, like I said, I don't want to bear anybody, but to me, and I guess it's just me being in wrestling for since dinosaurs, actually. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just it's so easy to point out. It's, a, it's an annoying, yeah, but at the same time, I also think about other people out there in the real world, too. A lot of dumbasses in the world yeah. as well, so I guess you take the, take the good with the bad. Yeah. yeah. And that's, you know, that's what guys like us are here for. Like, you and Jason can still actively go in the ring. You give these guys the rub inside the ropes. I can give their get their mind where it needs to be because, like I told them, and I, I y'all never heard me say it like this. Josh, you heard it Saturday, but you never heard it put like this. Wrestlers don't get paid for what they do in the ring. They do that for free. Hell, they do it at most shows anyway. What you're getting paid for is your brand, your promoting ability, your fan base. That's why you get money to do this. You know, you're getting paid for the drive, you're getting paid to promote, and you're getting paid for your brand. And if you do all those things successfully, using your Instagram, your Twitter, your Facebook, your Snapchat, people care about you. People will go out of their way to come watch you wrestle. And that's no shit. I've had fans from Georgia go to Nashville to see me, and I've had fans from Alabama come to UEW to watch. It's, if they believe in you, they believe in you. And that's the way you, you have to look at it as a business, but you have to look at it as you're not wrestling for Tyler Gasway at RCW. You're wrestling for Jason Hampton at Jason Hampton or shit underscore 83 at Twitter. That's what he's wrestling for. Tyler's just a vehicle. <laughs> That's his Twitter handle. That's Troy Hunter for the podcast. Yeah. That's his. <laughs> Get on Twitter now. Go Tyler is his vehicle to have a place to perform. 
that's you know that's why wrestlers still today you know they're considered independent contractors. That contract shit is stupid. You should be paid and have full benefits, but whatever. Um, but you just got to know how to apply your trade. You've got to use all the tools. That's what I like most about it, is giving back to these guys. And because we didn't have that shit when I first started. You know how you got book will. You sent a highlight VHS and an eight by ten. <laughs> I still think to this day. You should send an eight by ten. Oh, I agree. Oh, I'm, I'm agree. sorry. You got, I think you should. That's just me, though. Yeah, when you send your, and you can send this stuff digitally now. Yeah, right. Yeah. I really don't think half the people wrestling now knows what the fuck an eight by ten. Everybody <laughs> should have an eight by ten. That they need to be on their fucking merch table. Everybody yeah. should have merch. Babyface or heel, even you. Take some bullshit random pictures, print them out at the Walgreens <laughs> for forty six cents, sell them for five dollars. No, dead serious. Yeah. What are you out? You're out. You're out forty four cents. And let's clear this up. And if up. you buy them in bulk, it's <coughs> a better deal. Let's clear this up now. Back then, and Ben, Jason, you probably could attest for this. Did they ever tell you he shouldn't sell merch? No. Can no. we stop? There's people that no. still say that. Here's people my are, thing. Should a heel be out there at intermission selling merch? No. No. Should a heel be out there before the show selling his merch? No. Should a heel be out there at the end of the show selling his merch? No, but a heel should have someone come with him that runs his gimmick table. We, as the black hand at UEW, sold merch. <laughs> Me, Brandon, Fortune, Viper, or Malone never touched the gimmick table. Yeah. Never. And we sold out of whatever we had about every week. We were selling more than any baby face that had merch. Unless I booked Chase Owens, because then had so much coming with Bullet Club shirts and just killed the fucking market for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but no, everybody should have some form of merch. Uh, with Jennifer and Will having that circuit thing, there's no reason you shouldn't have like stickers or anything. Like, please hold. I have to learn how to make stickers. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> I got the order. Will. I got the order. Anything like, and I know you're you're at the end of your career, Jason, where you're not. Well, you never really in it for the money anyway. But you know, make a little bit more. You know, just. Let gas prices be. Give Emmy something to do to make her want to come to every show instead of sitting at home. Let her come run the gimmick table. Yeah. Let Kylie run the gimmick table with Emmy. Jennifer can oversee them. Just shit like that. I mean, in my personal opinion, as long as the promoter ain't selling it, you got free reign to sell anything. Shit, my gimmick table had wrestling figures, autograph <laughs> books, DVDs, <laughs> T-shirts, eight by tens. That hustle, man. Yeah, you gotta have that hustle in you. And you know, we'll go over that a lot more in detail with these young guys we've got coming in. But kind of went off track again. Well, sorry. I think that was, I think that's the most amount of time we've went off track at once. But I mean, it, I, it I, all I, made I'm sense. <laughs> Where the hell are we at? We, we ain't even out of SmackDown yet. <laughs> Viking Raiders segment was our last one. Wait, so after that, <laughs> Banks and Naomi versus Liv and Rhea. Keeping that four-way going. This is what made it the four-way. This is what made it the four-way. It was already the four-way. We called it. We called it. But well, yes, but it was who? Natty and... Natty and Shana come out. And Shana Jackson. come out and jump. I do like that. For some reason, I do like that. I don't. Right. Why don't Wait. I like it? Somebody tell me. Because it's a thrown-together tag team. Nope. Why? All the women's tag teams are thrown-together tag Two teams. Two different shows. Well, yeah, that's true. 
They should have. They should have. Yeah. Fucking gorgeous. Jacked and I'm jealous. And they need to let her be seen. I don't know what her supplements are. Yesterday, after you said uh, Baser's gear was awesome, they're going to that hot tag spot. Mm. Did you notice she's on the apron bouncing it? And I was like, I'm bouncing with her. <laughs> <laughs> then she gets pulled off. I was like, ah, oh, Selena, you fucking cunt whore. Not Selena, I'm sorry, Shana. Shana. But I hate the mixing of brands. Yeah. We know this. So they should have attacked the tag team champions because champions can cross brands. Right, exactly. Now, I wish well, they would do something... Rhea and Liv are raw, but they were on SmackDown to face... Again, hate it. Well, they don't have enough tag teams to do all this stuff. That's why you send the tag team champions. Why would Rhea and Liv want to add another team to the match? So they wouldn't even go... If if wrestling was 100% legitimate. Exactly. Like, all right, Ben and Jason, you've got a shot at the tag team titles at WrestleMania. Awesome. Okay, but you got to go to the you got to go to this show, and if they beat you, they're in it. Fuck them bitches! I ain't going. I earned my shit. That's why I hate it. Let them beat the champions in a tag team match, or let one of them beat Zelina. Why some she's fuck uh, Carmella's with Corey or something. Anyway, less said about that one the best. <laughs> Four way will be really good. It should be very good. Yeah, should it be all kind of point opinions. Because there was one last night. Yep. Every time them bitches get a ring now. <laughs> it's okay. They can me like that. I think that's the goal is to see what they can get away with now. Yeah. I hope the next one's the acclaim pin. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Depending on some scissor. So, I guess next up is Pat McAfee. My man. My man. So fucking good. My yeah. man. He should be a full-time roster talent. He's so good. This is the apology, not apology segment, right? I'm sorry that you're such a bitch. I apologize. And then Austin is just like, oh, you said apologize. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Good segment. So after that, we had Cuff Kingston versus Ridge Holland. Let's say about that. That's the best. guy yeah, that did the things. <laughs> Apparently, they're doing. Did he kill a, Kofi? No. Then I don't care. Apparently, they're doing a Wolverine esque with Butch. <laughs> Don't care about that either. Butch. Pete Dunn. Dunn. You're renamed- fucking kidding me! <laughs> they brought Pete Dunn to SmackDown. Do you know hold why on, Butch? Hold on, hold on, hold on. It gets worse. They've got him wearing... He looks like one of the little rascals. They've got him wearing black wrestling boots, half untied with a tongue hanging down. Jeans, like plaid, not jeans, like plaid pants rolled up. A white t-shirt, suspenders, and a Seamus hat. He looks like one of the fucking kids from Red Dead 2 and stole yes. all the first. And they call him Butch. Fuck them. Know why they call him Butch? Rich Holland's real name? Is Luke. Oh, fucking Bushwhackers. Fucking really? So it's a rib on Ridge Holland, but But they they did it to Pete Dunn. Hey, Bruce Pritchard, go fuck yourself. I know it's your idea. I said that last week. (laughs) Fucking idiot. Agreed. Why not? Billy, why you got to bring your big ass in between? So, I'm curious. What else would they have done? What else if WWE would have done that would have pissed me off? Another name change would probably piss me off. Who else would they change the name? Walter. Walter. (laughs) What? Walter is now Gunther. Bullshit. You're fucking... The guy from Friends. You're fucking... No, they changed his name to Gunther. You're fucking Uh, the tourist. No, the worst part... Announce it himself. Yeah. The worst part about it, he was going to be Gunther Stark until they realized that oh was a Nazi God, war guy. Nazi? Yes. Yep. 
until they realize that's a Nazi guy. We can't call him that. Who's fucking are you? So after he decides to move to America, like they've been trying to get him to do for years. Hey, congratulations. Thank you. He does a match against Solo Sioka, which is the other Uso, the Uso that's not that everybody Uso. knows is an Uso, and they won't make him an Uso, even though everybody in the crowd's chanting Uso at him. He looks just fucking like him. He beats him. He grabs the microphone. He said, Walter is no more. My name is now Gunther. Yeah. Oh, That's the only two they needed to fuck up. Oh, they oh they did it in a yeah, mighty, what are they gonna do? fucking way. Tyler masturbates next. That's actually not bad. That's, say, that's, a, good one. that's a good one. That was, that was actually not bad. That's my Richard Pryor joke for the day. Remember that on the toy? Yeah. Have you ever seen the toy? This kid wins like millions of dollars. No, he's a rich kid. Yeah, his daddy gonna, buys Richard Pryor to be the kid's toy. Yeah, Richard Pryor's gonna get some money for it. So it buys him to be his toy, and the butler introduces him as Master Bates. And Richard Pryor goes, ha! ha, ha, ha. It lasts for like three minutes straight on this movie. And then he looks at nobody else there, and he goes, ha, 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 Yeah, fuck that company. And it was hilarious. Because my daddy was laughing. Once I knew what Master Bates was, I thought this shit was even funnier. <laughs> It was Flair and Ronda. She put Ronda through the announce table this time. Blah, blah, blah. Blah. So, so Ronda's coming back. She is back. She won the Rumble. She fucking buried the fan. Oh, I watched the Rumble. Well, it's fine. The, the fans give two fucks about her being back now. Of course they do. Charlotte is the de facto baby face in this angle. That's fucking saying something. They're going to get Goldberg Lesnar booted. I, I see that happening. Yeah. WrestleMania yeah. 20. Yeah, they'll get both get booed. They better put a special ref because Austin was the only thing that saved that whole match. <laughs> Goddamn right. Oscar will be the special ref. That's what they're saving her hey. for. <laughs> I'd love to see Oscar back. I would too. So we're done with shit down? Yeah. Well, we still got it wrong. Now it's time for Raw Asshole. I had it on for background noise. Well, I had it on part of the time because I was really into the women's NCAA tournament last night. I'm not going to lie. Tennessee pulled a nail biter out. Yeah, like, they did. They almost, well, lost hear, the, they almost lost to Belmont from Nashville. Uh, literally come down to they got they were just throwing they got lazy and was throwing the ball away. They were mm-hmm. killing them when they feed it into the post because their post players like a legit foot and a couple inches taller than their post players, so she can just battle in power. Yeah. But Belmont was killing them with threes. <coughs> and their point guard dude, she get to the top of the key every time, just turn her back and ass and just back them down. Spin off, go to the basket. There was nothing they could do, but Tennessee hits a big three, takes the lead, forces a turnover, and then it's a ball game. Win by three. And then the first half of the UConn-UCF game was badass. UCF goes uh, down by three at the half. And, uh, and UConn and just pulls away. Yeah. UConn, yeah, but still, it's close up front. Tyler, you're a sports fan too. Do you know when women's college basketball went to quarters instead of halves? Oh. If this is the first I, year I've noticed it. I want to say it's maybe like three or four years. Okay. Maybe well, a lot longer. I know this is the first year I noticed it because I asked Jason and he couldn't remember either. So I, I was kind of in on a little bit of raw. I was kind of out on a little bit of raw as well. Yeah. I know how it started. We've already covered that. Owens comes out. That's what I thought, yeah. Okay. Owens comes out dressed as Austin. Music plays. There's people going crazy. 
one thing that got me was just a dad holding his kid up. Kid had him like six or seven years old, and he's going, "Oh my God!" I'm like, "This little motherfucker don't even know who Stone right. Cold is." But that's how electric that atmosphere was. Yeah. It was almost like watching an episode of Raw in '98 when that music hit. There's people. The only difference was there wasn't nine million signs in the crowd, but yes. everybody, as soon as the glass breaks, it's off their the feet. Sign. Yeah, I thought one of the favorite things. AEW's got the sign down, so he does his bullshit promo. Last breaks again, just like we called. Ah, oh, you dumb motherfuckers, you fell for it again, blah, 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 That's blah. That's the fucking Shaw Shawn Michaels, Michaels Montreal. Montreal. Yeah. Montreal. Okay. Here's the thing that got me, though. It's like, dude throws him the beers. And he can't catch the But beers. he throws them right to him perfectly every time. Comes in, homeboy takes the worst stunner bump this side of Vince McMahon. See, I thought that I, I thought I was the only one that was like, "Let's stutter bump." You yeah, hit it your was knees. horrible. You hit your knees. Any other way you take it will break your fucking neck. The way he took it will break your fucking neck. He tried to like take an RKO bump out of it. Yeah, Jeff Hardy tried that one time yeah. way back in the day. It looked fucking brutal. Yeah, you just somebody gives you a stunner. That's the easiest bump you take. You bump straight. Well, it's easy for y'all. It sucks for me. I was gonna say, yeah, you don't, you don't know. What I, if I take a stunner? You'll see it's always by the ropes. I let them give me the stunner, and I take my drop kick bump out of the ropes. <laughs> so after the open, we had the Mysterios versus Ziggler and Rude. Match was weird. Well, you have your NXT champion going out there being Ziggler. Ziggler. Ziggler's NXT. He beat Ciampa in a three-way. What the fuck's going on here? Okay, they sent him because Braun Breaker, which is Rick Rick Steiner's kid, really has no competition. Call him Rick Steiner, for God's sake. Well, if they get what they want, which is Scotty going into the Hall of Fame with Rick this year? I think he goes, but I think he goes to being a Steiner. Good, and I'm okay with that. Okay. But they really didn't have any challenges for him. He had already worked Ciampa, so to make it make sense, they made it a three-way at Roadblock, or as we call it, the Ron Reeves episode. <laughs> I'm glad somebody else got that besides us. You're welcome. That was all Jason. That, that, that's my, that's that was, my top two. That so was I'm all good. Jason. So they make it a three-way and Ciampa uh, loses to Ziggler. Uh, and I say it's because they're doing Stand and Deliver live at noon in Dallas. So if you've got Ziggler on the marquee, it might get you some more walk-up tickets. That's, that's Ziggler, to be fair, Ziggler still puts on a fucking show. Right, and that's yeah. what I'm thinking, you know. Say you're a fan in there and you don't have tickets for Mania and you don't have the money for tickets to Mania. And you can go watch Alphabet Letter Indy here, Alphabet Letter Indy here. Or you can go here and see Dolph Ziggler for the same price as this Indy. Most people's going to go. You know what I'm saying? That, yeah. That's fair. That's that's, I don't know if that's why they did it. I'm just assuming, but I think it's a pretty good assumption. That's worth the try. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. What was weird to me was not necessarily that Ziggler was in it. It was like in the middle of the match. This, that's where Seth came out. During a yeah. real match. Yep. I didn't. They do one of those weird. Oh, damn. Makes you think they're going to commercial breaks where like all four wrestlers are down, and then Rollins comes out and cuts cuts the promo. It was just it made zero sense. Then they come back from break and the matches in the ring. The only thing I think that I even gave two shits about this match was the post-match. 
The stealing of Mysterio's mask. The stealing of Mysterio's mask. Yeah. Oh, that's real clever. That's yeah. original. I should say, yeah, they've done that so many well, damn times. But what's the payoff in it? Miz gets in, steals the mask, gets the skull crushing finale, takes the mask, and says uh, he's going to give it to Logan Paul to let Logan Paul wear it to the After match. After it's Steve Clean. <laughs> well, at least it's clean. I just don't see the payoff. And apparently Logan's actually getting gear. Well, good. If you're going to wrestle on WrestleMania, you should look the fucking part. Yeah, I, I hope Johnny Knoxville gets assless chaps. What you saw him in Romania? That no. was great. No. no, he needs to wear that rock. He needs to wear that Rocket Man uniform. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's what he needs to wear. I'm John no. Knoxville. I'm Is going Steve to move. Yeah, he's got to do a run. Yeah. Steve-O was just in Chattanooga. Or <coughs> coming to Chattanooga. We man, we man, yeah. Preston and We man are both still. Oh, they all they all got to do run-ins. I thought We man. They were all. I thought at, he did too. They were all at Ross. They were all at the Rumble. We man. Yeah, they brought it. He he he. They oh, they walking out. Pills I'm on right now. At least 12. Not exactly right now, but I vaguely remember the Rumble. So, are are you thinking about Vern Troyer? No, Vern Troyer's dead. Yes. He was a bow-legged midget. You know why? He had a third leg. Bow-legged, right? Three foot. That's just just wrong, Emily. Wow. What the hell? So insensitive. How is that racist? It's not racist because they're not a race. Wait. It's sizest. <laughs> Jason, I'm sorry. No, we man. I've still judged alive. you based on your size for years. <laughs> <laughs> we man still alive, and he shares the last name with Ronald Acuna. Oh, what? Wow. That shit. Huh? Jason Acuna. We man's right there. Yeah. Right there. <laughs> right there. <laughs> and Weenie Man is right there. I'm not sure what to do with my weenie at this moment. It's right there. <laughs> Not We've all been sitting down, so it's kind of hard. Yeah, you might want to come snuggle between me and Tyler over here. Trying to get up, I'm gonna go give me something to drink. Will can. Okay, yeah, so a stereo segment with the Miz. Blase, blase, blase. Hey. Omos versus Apollo Crews and Commander Aziz. Again, way better than it should have been. <laughs> uh. Huh. Apollo's really good. Yes, Omos is getting better. No, he's not. Yes, he is. He can't get worse. Thank you. <laughs> Vander, yeah, that's a good way to put it. Commander Vagine <laughs> is the shit. Bob Vagine. They need to put him back to being that raw underground. Wasn't he the door guy or was that Omos? Omos was the door guy. He was the... <laughs> he fought him. He was... Yeah. yeah. They need to put him back there. Okay. I don't know who's coming in. If I was booking it, I would not book Lashley to come in against him at Mania. Uh, maybe the Gabe Stevenson guy. All the rumors I'm hearing right now is Lashley. Because yeah. whoever they bring in, he's got to go over. He could go over Gabe and it would hurt Gabe because Gabe's had no matches in WWE. The only way I could see it working with Lashley is if Lashley came out with the uh, – Sling on, and he's like, "Oh, I'm still blah blah blah." <laughs> then why would he get? And Omos just comes out and beats him. Attacking backstage, attacking MVP. That leads Lashley to walking into the scene. Right. I can handle something like that. All right, what we got next? Wilbur. Rhea and Liv versus Natty and Shayna. Mm. Shayna did have some badass new gear on. Shayna's. Who would have thought gray, black, and crimson go that well together? Well, it was and almost. The stripe 
kickback. It was almost Iron Man-ish because it had like the, the costume. Gold, yeah. yeah. It was badass. So I'm expecting something really cool at Mania. I hope there's a lot of stuff and cool stuff in Mania. I think that match could could be a show stealer. I really do. All the women in the match can go. Yeah. Uh, so I'm not I'm not opposed to that match whatsoever. <laughs> whatsoever? Whatsoever. Get it because it's a girls match? Ah. So after that, we have Theory versus Balor with McAfee's distraction. <laughs> McAfee was the fucking Money. goat in this segment. Tyler, you got to look this up. There's at one point, Jason will do a visual for you. He's doing Every the time he's edge. doing the suck it in Austin Theory's face, like and he's going. <laughs> I love Pat McAfee. <laughs> he keeps interfering in the match without interfering in the match. Like anytime Theory's on offense, he'll hop on the ring apron. Listen, I listen to the Pat McAfee <coughs> show all the time. That guy is fantastic. He is awesome. And I don't watch Raw or SmackDown, but if Pat McAfee's on the card. You motherfuckers need to let me know because I want to watch Pat McAfee. Yeah, he's he's on Mania. Theory and McAfee at Mania. Oh, great. Awesome. And think about it. Austin Theory, a fucking AR Fox guy. Yeah, another, we saw another that, Georgia boy that that we went and wrestled at training schools with at yep. the WWWA4. WWA4, that's uh, Fox, AR Fox's place. Which was... Uh, Mr. Hughes. Yeah, no. what was his WWE name? Curtis Hughes? Or? No, no, no. Wait a minute, what are you talking about? Strickland, what was his name? Not in WWE. Oh, uh, Lucha? Killshot? Lucha Underground. Killshot. Yeah, Killshot. Oh, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah. I loved him in Lucha Underground. He was great. Yeah, because he was working Swerve. That was a hell of a program. Oh, yeah, that ended at the... Uh, the I remember the stages of hell. And Theory, Theory stayed in Georgia for a while and got evolved, and that's all it took. He went straight from Georgia Indies to evolve to WWE. When Scott Hensley and I went to WWE for, for that show, the, he was the first... The, when he told me, he's like, I know you're booking for your Clash of Carpet City show. There's one guy in particular you really need to look at is Austin Theory. I took one good look at Austin Theory. I said, I'd give him tops three years he'll be in the WWE. Because at the time, he was barely 20 years old. Yeah. He's just now yeah. 23. He was, I think he was only in the business for like, at a that minute, point. Like, yeah, but he was, Four or five months. Kirk, they said he was a prodigy. He said he just took to it like water. Yeah. No, he's so fucking good. And I mean, just, he's got a great look. He's got a... A marketable look that he could be a white meat baby face, or he's got a dick look where you just want to smack the shit out of him. He's and, and, like when, when I asked have him you about, seen what he's doing now? I know you said you hadn't watched it in a while. He's Vince's I'm, I'm, chosen one. He's Vince's chosen one. Vince has his new Austin. Oh, is what shit. I've said. So, so he's getting that kind of yes, look. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So. Oh, it's, it's the moon for him. Yeah. Oh, they don't fuck that one up. Wait, well, he's working with Vince. I would imagine that Vince has a almost hands on with that. Uh, yeah, yeah. In every saying, segment, he's they're saying Vince is going to be involved somehow with the match with McAfee at Mania. Did you but you got to remember, everybody says Vince is old, but flashback to Mania two years ago, he took that fucking bump off to show Brown Cow to show Brown off the balcony. Yeah. So, yeah. oh, Vince, I'll give He'll be doing that shit when he's yeah, in his nine. So, he don't fucking care. Uh, hey, did you see the, him on Pat McAfee show? Yeah, fucking great. No, that match was really good. Uh, the theory Balor match, what we got in the match was good. Yeah. What cracked me up was Pat McAfee stole the match. Yeah. And even at the end where he's walking up with Finn, Finn looks at him and just he's dying laughing. So Finn two sweets and he's like, ah, shit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Finn says, 
Yeah, you can do it. So when the Finn's music played, he's the da da and throws his arms up for the pose with Finn. It was just awesome. Like, I love that since you can tell he's not just there to take away one of the boys' spots. Right. He's, he's there because he loves it. And if you need any proof that he loves it, go You're back and watch the shit in NXT. Yes, without a doubt. Oh, yeah. Motherfucker. That Man. shit, his group against Undisputed Era was awesome. And well, they gave him like guys that. in his group that most people would look at as an afterthought. I thought Danny Burch and Oni Orchid were fucking amazing. Fuck, oh, yeah, fuck were. yeah. Oni's back to using the Biff Busey. I will say fuck Oni Orchid and Burch in that goddamn game. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, oh, dude, it's easy. I'll tell you an easy way to beat them. You talking about the handicap? I just got out of fucking NXT with my, with my dude thing. I'm, I'm done with them. Fuck Did them. you win any belts? Uh, both. Okay. After that, there's really nothing else to do in NXT. Biff Fusick, if you're listening, I want a match, man. Yeah, he's wrestling over, I think, at Josh Hornet's Bloodsport. Yeah. I don't know if they didn't do his wrestling. Yeah, yeah I want a match. Title. You want yeah. to get no, I just got smacked. Oh, it's a dick move. You win it, then he attacks you, and you're gone for six weeks. Hell yeah. You gotta no. go back and wrestle Road Dog. No, what happened? Like, no. You gotta <laughs> wrestle Gargano on the Indies to come back, then you gotta win in a fucking ladder match. No, I got pissed <laughs> off because the whole, like. Hold oh, on. You gotta win in a ladder match with your ribs already yellow when you start. I'm sitting there thinking this is some bullshit. So they said it's no DQ. So I kept grabbing weapons and I whooped his ass to Kendo Stick Pro. Chairs look like Richie Dyson in them. No, goddamn. They look like a Cooney used them. So I'm sitting here, right? And it gets to the point and Regal's like, I, I, I did this. I drank a little too much. Did the betting thing. Is the fucking six pack? Oh god. And like. Every time I go oh, against somebody, I'm fucked up. I lost. <laughs> but here's the good deal. As soon as you lose, you get your match right back. I got beat by uh, Mustache Mountain, not Bates. Uh, seven. 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 I got beat by Trent Seven. I was like, you fat mustache wearing son of a bitch. <laughs> so I immediately got my rematch like, I, back. I, I cuss this game more than I cuss any other goddamn game. Do not. Like. Do not. Do fucking not. When you get to SmackDown and Adam Pierce says, Got an idea for you. Would you like to enter the the Money in the Bank match? Select, no, I have other plans. <laughs> I was in that motherfucker for 78 minutes and 18 seconds. What? What? Everybody but me is red from head to fucking toe. My shit has got yellow on the left arm. I'm on the ladder. Everybody's got the fucking concussion sign on their head, right? Recovery, and I'm like, I'm going to get it. So I play the mini game. I was like, boom, I'm in, boom, I'm in. You goddamn motherfucker knocked the ladder over. <laughs> I backed out and deleted that character and created a new one. Because <laughs> I went back like 40 times maybe it'll reset after the start and say no. And, then, so I, and that motherfucker was a badass. And it sucks because you can't save and copy. You got to start over. Creating the guy is easy. <laughs> then you got to go through your entrance, your move set, and the move set is a motherfucker. I bet that shit takes oh God. so goddamn long. <laughs> to create one accurately, to do everything is legit every bit of two hours. God damn. Would you agree with that? From look, move set, entrance, two gears, and all that stuff. I think I got mine within like an hour and a half. <laughs> See, not me, because I'm looking at moves like, oh, that's cool. To the next one, two, two rows down. I'll show oh, my. Oh, what the fuck is a dude buster? Oh, it's Adam Page's in the uh, reverse pop. Yeah, I like that one too. My, then, I, uh, then I start making a list of what all I my see. My women's finisher is a Gord Buster GTS. Nice. <laughs> I might have to look that one up when I get home. <laughs> 
I'm about to download that game. Dude, it's awesome. Wow. It's the best wrestling game they've come out with since the SmackDown vs. Raw series. Yeah. Hey, guys, I need y'all's honest opinion. Okay. My gear. I loved, loved it. it. Oh, good. Loved really? it. Really? <laughs> Didn't see it. Yeah. Uh, I'll send you a picture. Okay. <laughs> Where are we at there, Wilbur? Is there any more tea left? Oh, yeah. Arcade yeah, Bro versus Alpha Academy. This was you. good shit. Fucking sell. The promo was really good. This was good shit. Yeah. Like, everything was good. The whole finishing sequence with Gable and... The fact that they showed the Snickers commercial before the match was even better. <laughs> that that's fucking it. Snickers commercial There's still a sponsor? That's badass. <laughs> that commercial was great. Yeah. Because we finish each other's sandcastles. <laughs> <laughs> Leon's. Uh, match was great. Street Profits. Heel turn? I don't I know if he'll turn because they made the save and then they just like, well, we're wrestling them too, so we'll just soften them up a little bit more. Which I didn't like them making the save. You know why? Why? Why would you make the save hey, when it's they're soft? like I went off on the locker room about before best of the best, the finals. It's a four-way elimination. <laughs> Let them Thank make you. your even job if, easy. Even if their match at Mania is not an elimination, if... The Alpha Academy are going to beat down RK Bro. Why would you come down and yeah. save them? Helps you. The way I would have booked that segment, have them beat that ass, have them walking back being excited, Street Province jumped in. Mm-hmm. Next week you can reverse and have it the opposite direction. I just, I hate when it makes no sense. Wrestling is way too uncomplicated to complicate it. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody does that though. Yes. A lot. Other than that, I thought that was an A-plus segment. So after that, we have Reggie and Dana Brooke versus Tazala and Tamina. I hate wrestling like this. Goddamn, I'm so entertained by it. Just because Tamina just looks like she's about to break Tazala. I really hope that Akira Tazala did a high-pitched scream like he did. Yes, he did. Did he? Ah, that's good. That's good. Okay. That was the highlight of the match. Okay. I figured it would. Styles and Seth. I would have guessed who produced that match. Well, AJ's promo was money. Oh, God. No doubt. And did Becky, did they do something with Becky? They did something with Becky. Becky did an in-ring promo. What the fuck was she wearing? It was atrocious and horrible and the worst 10-minute segment I've seen in my life. Becky Lynch is the shits. That no, promo Justin said he's going to fight you over. Tell him he's fired. I'll find another gay guy with <laughs> those flyers. So, I hear Petey Williams... <laughs> It's working for WWE now as a producer. He's a producer. So Please, is, uh, God tell me he produced AJ and AJ and. Uh, I'm saying that's probably that's probably a Shane Helms. I I can see that. That's probably Helms. I got. I want to watch that match. Or I, Maverick. I, I want. It's probably not. No, I, I think, think he's, he's just doing creative. Just I don't writing. think he's yeah. From start to finish, minus <coughs> the stupidness of why we had the match, much like we said last week with the Owens Rollins match. The setup was fucking horrible and stupid, but the match was phenomenal. The match was great. No pun intended. That match was amazing. Yes. Uh, and we called the finish in our group chat that Edge would come out and fuck Seth by hitting AJ with a chair. Love the new heel edge. Oh, yes. Well, yeah, heel well, edge is music, always money. Just the, the arrogance, just everything. If I have to hear one more person, why the fuck did he change his music? Why the fuck you changed me? Because I that's exactly it. what they don't want. It's it's straight heel fucking 
death metal. It's the same band that did the other one. But yeah. it's not that you think you know me with a whole hop up, you get hop entrance. Because he's coming out now with one single spotlight on him and all the house lights killed. A Got blue it's spotlight. A blue spotlight. It's badass. He's dyed his hair. But isn't it Edge it's saying more you brown think than you know blonde me and he starts laughing? And you know what's great about it? He's on Raw, but he's got the blue Smackdown yeah. spotlight. It's perfect. Because the red light would have been too rated our superstar. Well, he was always the Smackdown guy, that. too. Yeah. Right. But if they did the red, that'd give you rated our superstar vibes. So I would give the overall show, and I'm generous this week because there were some segments I like. I'll give it. A, I'll actually give it a C plus. So can we talk about good wrestling now? Maybe because maybe mainly because Tazawa and AJ Seth, and I did. Yeah. I did really dig the tag match. That was a really good tag. Those match. are three people I really love: Akira Tozawa, Seth Rollins, and uh, AJ Styles. They hold near near place in my heart. Well, yeah, let's talk about some good wrestling. What this did we do Saturday show. night? Ah, so let's give you a recap of RCW's Best of the Best 8, I believe it was. Eight. It was 8. I'm pretty sure that's what the trophy said. So <coughs> we had a change of plans. A couple of things changed. Hampton and I did an update to the podcast last week. And Are we you okay? I had, to, I had to work for that one. <laughs> so, unfortunately, Roma Miller, this is where T.Y. goes off. No, I'm not I'm not speaking on it. I'm, I'm calm. I have slitty, slitty, slitty. Roma Miller slitty, canceled slitty. last minute, so we had to find a replacement. Uh, Jason cuts his emphatic promo and volunteers his services. So, Jason Hampton fills one of the spots. The other one we'll get to in just a minute. But another change we had was our pre-show that it started at 745 it was supposed to be Juicy John Bishop defending the No Limits title against Ethan Cage. Unfortunately, Ethan had some family problems and was a- unable to make it. So, uh, Joey Idol, leg injury and all, shows up out of nowhere. Bishop's got the referee in there, going to do the cheap 10-count win. Idol out of nowhere attacks from behind with two belt shots. Bishop gets to his feet. Ref calls for the bell. Sick kick, one, two, three. First time ever RCW No Limits champion is now Joey Idol. Uh, now Joey's held every belt at RCW. RCW Grand Slam champion. Yes. Um, then uh, they air a fantastically done video by Dale Atkins, their uh, <laughs> video director uh, of Scott Hall. Scott Hall video. Uh, yes, it was incredible. Uh, end it with Scott and Cody together at the RCW arena. Uh, it's, it's just a great, great video. The crowd responded to it immensely well. The boys in the back were gathered around the I monitors. It was a monitor sellout for that one. So I'll tell you this, uh, fun fact. I actually wrestled Cody at Actually, RCW. Tyler sent me that match the other day. And you know who's recording that match? Uh-uh. It was Scott. Really? Yeah, right there. It, he, was, uh, it was an audience of one that night. My butthole was buggered. He sent me every match that he books Cody in, except the one that I think would, no offense, but I think would probably be one of the best ones, just because the guy he was wrestling feels no pain and you can't hurt him. Zach Vaughn. Or Josh Vaughn, I'm sorry. Uh, When we get off this, I got to tell you a story about He said (laughs) nobody recorded that one, so that's the only one he didn't have a copy of. Yeah. So, uh... Then we go right into the best of the best. We start off with match number one uh, from NWA. Uh, oh, it's not NWA anymore. Bad band. Oh. <laughs> from Anarchy Pro Wrestling in Cornelia, Georgia. Will Caution wrestled Chris Payne, who Chris has been teasing a 
uh, you know, a change here lately. He's kind of starting to follow the rules a little bit more. Almost like and, he's growing a conscience. Yeah, like he's growing a conscience. He's left his bat. Uh, you know, he almost used it against Wes uh, Blaze two weeks ago. This show, he didn't even bring it to the ring with him. It was back and forth, back and forth. Will ends up pulling the win out, so he'll advance into the finals. Second match was that was a surprise, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. yeah second match was it Jake. was Jake. Jake Murphy against the returning Shane Daniels. And do you know how hard it was to keep this one a secret from everybody? I imagine it's pretty hard. Like literally, Shane sent a message to Tyler and I about wanting to come back. We worked out the deal, and our deal was we wanted to keep it a surprise. Uh, him and Jake have some words at the start of the show. Uh, Shane tells Jake that he's living off the past and trying to live off Drew Game's legacy. Oh, it's good for him. Good. <laughs> so good. Told him that the See, NSFW. That's why you should have been there. Told him that the NSFW trunks he was wearing, he wasn't worth them. Good emotional stories. Shane, of course, with the size and can't really say the experience because Jake's been in it for about eighteen years now. But Shane pulls the victory out. Next match is what is it? The Serpent Assassin, Brandon Watley. It is B Watley against our co-host, Jason Hampton. Hey, that's me. Jason had said going up to this that he had set a time limit on himself that if he didn't hit a win by a certain date that he was going to hang it up. That would have been his 20th anniversary. 21st. 21st. So he beat Sean Clark, so he's hanging around. uh, Told us in that promo that he had something to prove. That he wasn't just a tag team wrestler for young guys anymore. That he's he's going to do something big on this net, this last run of his. So him and Waltley are back and forth, back and forth. Good 10, 12 minutes of action. Jason actually hits his finish. Waltley rolls out of the ring. Smart by the Waltley. You know, he's not a veteran by any means, but to know his ring presence to roll out of the ring was great. Jason goes to get him. Uh, unfortunately, at that point, Watley has found his trusty nunchucks. It's Jason in the throat with him. Rosie Man hits his move. One, two, three. Brandon Watley advances to the finals of the best of the best. Ah, that's dirty. And match number four. <coughs> Sorry, Jason. Our guest for tonight, <laughs> T.Y., took on the fucking machine, Zach Dye. Da Machine? Da Machine, man. Da Machine. And I will say this, I, everybody knows I run I run the back, I do production, I put shit together. I call both of them over there uh, separately, and I tell them that if this match does not steal at least the first half of the show, I should fire both of them and make sure they never get booked anywhere again. Plenty of motivation. No, 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 no stress. Uh, it was the exact motivation they needed because they already knew that it could be a potential banger. When... Uh, when that, it was announced it was me and Zach, I immediately knew what the match needed to be. And it's no offense to Ben or Tyler or anybody, I knew it needed to be a battle, like a strike-off. <laughs> I, I knew it needed to be that way. And I guess that's from experience and then all that comes in. So um, And we had the same idea in our head. Yeah. You and I did. So there's really there wasn't any 
any discussion. I mean, you could say this is what I have. I said, "What's well, what I'm thinking about too." Uh, the only, and I'll be honest, the only thing with that match is I was told a couple things, and I was like, "Tyler, don't do that. Try this, or Zach, try this." And it was very minor stuff, though. Yes, it was incredibly yeah, it minor. Was, yeah, it was like, and, and that's like in wrestling, you're gonna run into that. You'll have an idea, or Ben will say, "Well, why don't you?" And it's just people looking at it from an outside point yeah, of view. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. You know, trying to come up with stuff for you. Uh, you know, you're trying to come up with your own offense. You're trying to come up with a defense for your opponent's offense. Somebody from outside was like, hey, if you get the opportunity, try to do this. Yep. And uh, they both listened, and they went out. And for about eight to ten minutes, about the nine nine forty-five, I think is what we finished at, they had a banger of a fucking match. Uh, best match of the night so far. Hands down goes to them. Zach won it with a different move set than you're used to seeing him win with. Zach's got Tyler staggered. He hits him with a roaring forearm to the back of the neck. Yep. Tyler sells up, hits him with a Stan Hansen lariat to the back of the neck, pins him one, two, three. Tyler, or I'm sorry, T.Y. bows out gracefully, gives Zach the ring. Zach is the winner. He advances, so now you have Will Caution versus Shane Daniels versus Brandon Watley versus Zach Dye. When uh, we come back for the finals, we go into an intermission. We do our raffle. Uh, we, again, play the Scott Hall video. Sell uh, gimmicks. Sell gimmicks. <clears throat> uh, do we go into the tag match here? Then the finals? No, finals, no, finals the tag match. So we come right into the final. Well, no. We come out with Joey Idol. Yes. yes. Yeah, it was that. The Idol promo you were talking Joey about. Joey comes out and says that he, you know, thanking the fans for their help getting there, that he's won the one title that's eluded him in RCW. There's one thing else that he's not done before, and that's when best of the best. Oh, I was going to say six. We know he's got plans. <laughs> Hold on. He's got a lot of fuck trophies. <laughs> Sorry, Joey. Love you, Joey. Sorry, Shana. Where's the lie, though? Facts. Exactly. <laughs> it's not like you're saying anything that's not true about Sorry, him. Sorry, not Sorry. He's funny because it's true. He's so funny because he's true. <laughs> uh, but he says that his focus for the next year is defending his No Limits title and making it to and winning next year's Best of the Best. That aggravates uh, one of the guys in the back, Alex Michaels. Oh, 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 sorry. <laughs> well, probably a few guys in the back, but Alex Michaels actually come out to confront him on this. And they have words and... Alex challenges Joey to defend his No Limits title at the next show, which is going to be on Friday night, April the 1st. It's not an April Fool's joke. We're running on Friday night so people can watch WrestleMania and stand and deliver all on Saturday. By people, I mean us and Tyler. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Joey tells him, unfortunately, he's got a prior engagement he can't get out of. But he did say, and Josh... Was there, uh, Will, you've been around big shows. Tyler and Jason can verify this, that when you have one of these big shows, people come out of the woodworks to hang out in the dressing room. No shit. Yeah. And Joey says that he ran into a friend of his that he's not seen in probably a year, and he'd be more than happy to give Alex a shot at the No Limits title if he could beat this man. This man comes out, returning RCW, former heavyweight champion, the maniacal Zach Malone. They they have the match and Zach does this laugh that scared the shit out of me. Just so we know, I hate you for this show, by the way. Why? Cause Which show? I didn't get to be there. You're the one that told the job in retail. Oh. 
Yeah, which normally you can't be a wrestling fan and work retail. Yes, you can. No, you can't. You know how many retail jobs I quit because of wrestling? <laughs> no shit. That's the fucking truth. That's a, that's not a lie. That's that's true. To be fair, I haven't missed that many shows. It was just this one. But the one you miss is substance. Yeah, I know. and it was so fucking good. Oh God yeah. So then we come back to the finals of the best of the best. This is a four-way single elimination tournament. You're pinned. You're gone. Last man standing wins. My God. Again, we've got, and this is their order of entry. Will Caution. Answer the phone on a podcast. Who are you, Josh? I don't answer the phone. He ain't trying to get pussy. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> Will Caution. Shane Daniels. Brandon Watley. Zachariah Die. This match is great. I can't so recap it all. There's a lot of huge spots, uh, a lot of big moves. It comes down to the first elimination is actually the first and second elimination. Yep. Zach pins Will. No, Zach pins, Zach pins Watley. Shane, Shane pins Will simultaneously. And I had the best. Josh looks very confused as he's <laughs> making the three count. Because <laughs> I'm thinking, who got pinned? And Josh is just sitting there and goes, no, it's a three. And I was like, who got pinned? It's a three. Then finally he tells Big Will they've both been eliminated. So now that leaves you to Shane and Zach Die. And anybody that listens to this podcast knows that we've talked over and over about how much we love and respect Zach. We've also talked about how Jason and I had a hand in training Zach. Well, now the world knows who the other person that trained Zach was. Because Shane's egotistical ass gets the microphone. <laughs> he tells Zach that I trained you. And I never asked you for anything. I never asked you for money. I never asked you for anything for the training I gave you. So tonight, kid, it's time that you pay your dues. With that being said, you're going to lay down. And you're going to let me pin you. Zach was like, nah, oh, fuck that, tears. fuck that. Finally, he lays down. Shane puts his foot on him. One big kick out. Not even the one. Not even one. He just throws his foot off. He's like, fuck, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. As soon as he kicked it off, that energy. Shane tells him to lay down again and don't fuck up. Puts his foot on him. One big kick out. Shane's pissed, kicks the rope. Zach stands up, drops his fucking straps. Double birds to the back. Crowd is going fucking Crowd crazy. is. I had fucking the building is shaking. It, dude, I had the best thing after this. Shane turns around to the double birds, gets that ass whoop, code red, one, two, out. Barely. Oh. Zach's rocking, 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 got him bumped. He goes to the top rope. Jake Murphy comes out and pushes Zach off the top rope. What the fuck? How Shane catches him in midair into a brain buster. One, two, three. That shit was fucking scary. I saw that in the screen. Yeah. That scared the piss out of me. No the shit. winner of the oh match and best of the best champion and a guaranteed title shot for the heavyweight title for one year is the returning Shane Daniels. Fucking incredible. Josh and I helped Zach to the back. This crowd is still fucking electric. We literally hear people saying that's fucking bullshit. They fucked you. Yes. You'll get him back. Fuck that big bastard. We love you, Zach. <laughs> Kick his ass. Break his. They were trying to break his leg. Yeah. So we go. Uh, we get Zach in the dressing room. We're checking on him. Uh, next comes 
tag team title match for the vacant RCW tag team titles. You've got the collective, which Dorian Crow did not show up for this show. No, not at all. Uh, which is interesting with the vignette that aired to where he did tell Charles Allen that, no, you've got a match for the tag team titles, which is kind of weird. So it was Charles Allen and the Mangler against Brent Banner and Randy Rocker. And they come up with a team name, and I'm sorry with everything that's went on since Saturday. I forgot the team name, but I really did pop Collateral up. damage. Collateral damage. And they have tag team music. So it seems like these two are kind of finally gelling together as a tag team. Uh, they win the tag team titles with a uh, doomsday blockbuster. Mm-hmm. Can't really call it the street sweeper. Sorry, fellas, I didn't right. see it. Uh, so the, they are your new RCW Tag Team Champions. <laughs> In the main event, we have the friendly match between good friends, Wes, oh my God, Blaze, Johnny Viper, the world's greatest athlete, I guess he still is. Um, sure. Viper with a spear, one, two, three, beats Wes. Great match. Goes to shake his hand. Wes shakes his hand, goes to leave the ring, and kicks Viper in the dick. <laughs> Stands in front of Viper. Viper slithers down his body. Wes picks him up, spine buster. And some music hits. Shane Daniels comes out to cash in his title shot immediately. Slides in the ring as the referee gets thrown in the ring by Jake. Pids Viper one, two, three. Winner of the match and new RCW heavyweight champion. The winner of the best of the best, Shane Daniels. So that was a great show with RCW. And while we're on RCW, let's go over what's coming up on the first. Don't forget that RCW will return on Friday night, April the 1st at 8 p.m. Doors will open at 7 Adults are $10, kids are 5 We do have discounts for military. Police, fire, and group discount tickets are available. On that night, you will see Jake Murphy versus Ethan Cage. Uh, Chris Payne is going to be facing our buddy, Tyler. Which one? Matt Sales, baby. Oh, my man. Alex Michaels versus Zach Malone. If Alex can win, he will get a shot at Joey Idol's No Limits title. You'll see the new tag team champions, Brent Banner and Randy Rocker in tag team action. And the main event, this one's going to settle it all, Jason. This is yours, buddy. Yep, two out of three falls. Me and Sean Clark. You guys are one and one in singles matches. I think Clark's took you lightly a few times, and you pulled up, said, and he cheated. Yeah, but I should have saw it coming. I should have known Yeah, better. but when you were sitting with Tyler and I the other day, we were thinking of ways that we could get a get a firm end to this, and we all come to the agreement that you're one, he's one, and one of you's got to win two matches in the same night to be able to have bragging rights over the other. You can see all that and more on Friday night, April the 1st. That is April Fool's Day, but we're not fooling you here. At 806 North 2nd Avenue, Chatsworth, Georgia. Again, doors open at 7. Bell time will be back to normal at 8. Kids are 5. Adults are 10. Now, you want to do the NWA? Yeah, do a quick one. NWA NWA had the Crockett Cup. 
two-night event, Saturday and Sunday, live, baby, live, live, baby, live, live. from my old stomping grounds of the Nashville <laughs> Sportatorium known as the Fairgrounds. Tyler, you're going to recognize some names in here. Yep. Pre-show is Magic Jake Dumas versus Captain Yuma with Danny Deals, which is our, Tony our Uncle Tony. Yeah. And Jeremiah Plunky. Plunky. As we call him affectionately, oh, Plunky. Plunky. Uh, the other dark match was the Tate Twins. This was actually a four-way qualifier. Winning team will go into the actual Crockett Cup. The no. Tate Twins, Brandon and Brent. Defeated Violence is Forever, which is Dominic Garini and Kevin Koo that used to be in MLW. The Rip City Shooters, Joshua Bishop and Wes Barkley. And the Heat Seekers, Sigmund and Elliot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, a lot of those things I know. They beat them by a pinfall. They faced Lock Rebellion in round one. The uh, other. Who won the. The Tate Twins. Twins, okay, okay, okay. The other pre show match, here's another name you'll know. The Briscoe Brothers, J.M. Mark, defeated the now Hell Collins and his tag team partner by a pinfall in a Crockett Cup round one match. I saw what you did there. <laughs> You're welcome. No, I mean, I give Homeboy his praise. Like, it was Hell Collins and Vic Delicious. Vic Delicious and I don't get along. Personal reasons, but in the ring, can't deny Vic can go. Uh, the now have been around for years. Tom Pritchard's been animate about getting them on booking, so... I really hope something comes out of it from all those guys we just listed, except for the Briscoes, because they've already got their spot. Oh, they, yeah. All those other guys, you know, we, we know, especially Elliot, Sigmund, Tate Twins, and Plunky, and Uncle Tony, I hope. And even Vic and Hell. And, you know, last, we always say life's too short to hold over. There's my pop for the night. There he is. I'll go ahead and say it now. Pop is no longer hurt ill will to Vic Delicious. It is what it is. Got having to. He's cool with it, so. Move on, what's the now? Nothing but the best. All right, the main show, graphic paint tribute to Scott Hall, video package talking about the history of the Crockett Cup. David Crockett Jr., or David Crockett, I'm sorry, comes out with the original NWA World Tags on blue leather. Wow. The end, which is Otison and Paro. Otison is another Georgia guy. Big guy looks like Seamus with a chest tattoo. Uh, versus Hawks Air, which is Luke and Perry Hawks. Uh, Luke Hawks is a good buddy of mine. Let's see, let's get to the finish of that one. I know Hawks Airs wins. Uh, we'll get to that one in a minute. They have a promo. Matthew Bims and the Pope versus the Cardonas, which are Mike Knox and VSK. Winners of that are Mike Knox and VSK advancing in the tournament. Camilla is interviewed. Aaron Stevens reveals that Kratos is not here. What? What? You what, is to do it. what is it? What, what is it? Whoa, 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 whoa. Fuck's sakes. Oh, good God. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so, replacing Kratos as Aaron Stevens' partner was the Blue Mini. Nice. What? And they wrestled the Dirty Sexy Boys, Dirty Diango, Dango, Fandango, and JTG. Oh, nice. Nice. Uh, winners of that were Dirty Sexy Boys. Strictly Business, which is uh, Chris Adonis and Tom Latimer, beat Jordan Clearwater and Mache Rocket in the Crockett Cup. Oh, Jason, here's you, me, and TY tag team. Doug Williams and Harry Smith versus the Ill Begotten, which is Alex Taylor and Russ Freeman instead of Plunky. Uh, Williams and Harry Over. Nice. La Rebellion, which is Fiesta. Beast the 666 and Mecha Wolf beat the Tate Twins. 
so at least they made it in and had a good showing. The fixtures, Jay Bradley and Rick and Bob Ligurski versus Cardona's MSK and Mike Knox. The winners of that were the Cardona's MSK and Mike Knox. The Briscoes versus Dirty Sixty Boys. Ooh, I bet that was good. Mm -hmm. I bet that was really good. Mark and Jay Briscoe. Hawks Airs, PJ Hawks versus Log Rebellion. By itself, PJ's going along because in the earlier match, unfortunately, Luke did suffer a concussion. Which really sucked because he was out for the rest of the Crockett Cup and at least this week's filming of Hill Season 2. Which we'll get to that on AEW. That's where CM Punk is right now. He's filming Hill Season 2. So his character will be back for Season 2. Spoilers, god damn it. Oh, by the way, I hope y'all enjoy Season 2. Oh, yeah. I hope you guys enjoy Season 2. You have stars? I need to get it. But y'all enjoy season Yeah, you too. do. We have it. Jennifer got it to watch a show and forgot to cancel oh. the thing. Stars is the one channel you should cancel. There's too many bangers on there. You've yeah. got all the power, yeah. the power, then you've got all three power spinoffs. Then you've got a show called Hightown. You've got P-Valley, which is about black strippers. Then you've got Heels. I mean, that, those six shows right there are worth the price alone. Yeah. And, and I want to watch the new Courtney Cox show. Yeah, and it's on there too. Uh, Doug Williams and Harry Smith beat uh, Gold Rush, Jordan Clearwater, and Marche Rocket. I think my favorite thing about Harry Smith being back is Natalia's tweet with the the pictures of him. Yeah. She just said, uh, Dang. That's, not, that's a finish on night one. Now let's go to night two. She's kicking your dog's ass. He just gets tired, takes it. All right, y'all ready for night two? Yeah. Night two. Let me get to the the finishes. All right, pre-show match. Matthew Mims defeats AJ Kazana. We know AJ too. It's the son of legendary promoter Joe Kazana. Uh, nice guy. Have you ever talked to him? Oh, person? yeah. He's, awesome. He's a very nice guy. I love him. Very humble. Yep. Uh, Scion and the OGK, Matt Taven and Mike Bennett defeat Magic Mike Dumas and the Fixers. Uh, funny story. So, the one time I worked at Ring of Honor, I was doing streamers. Matt Taven put all of his crotch right in my face at his entrance. <laughs> it was funny because I told him I, all I could smell was cottage cheese and it popped hard for it. <laughs> uh, PJ Hawks defeated Alex Taylor. Show opens with a graphic for Scott Hall, video package showcasing the NWA talent. The Cardona's Knox and VSK versus the Briscoe Brothers in a semifinal. The Briscoe Brothers advance. But that, I bet that was a good match. LaBellion versus the Commonwealth Connection, Doug Williams and Harry Smith. Doug Williams and Harry Smith advance to the finals where they will face the Briscoes. I've got a chance. I might have to buy that on fight just for that. Fuck yeah. All right. Here's, How old is Douglas Williams now? He's my age or older, so 43, 44, 45. Here's two more guys we're not one really good friends with. Anthony Mayweather, okay. who y'all might know as Crimson. We yep. knew as Tommy Mercer. Yep. Against Jax Dane, who is from Bakewell, Tennessee, former NWA World's Heavyweight Champion. I want to say, when he, didn't he go to school, Saudi? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for the NWA National Heavyweight title. This is a really weird thing, so I'm going to tell you what happens. Jax loses to Crimson. 
immediately beats the goddammit out of him, cashes in his guaranteed title shot, and beats Crimson for the title. I love it. I'm sorry. Yes, I, 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 love I, I love it. it. I love, I love it. it. I'm pissed off because I didn't think about that. But uh, I love it. The Hex, Allison Kay, and Marty Bell, the NWA World Tag Team Champions, defeat, here's somebody else we know, Ella Envy and Kenzie Page Henry. Oh, okay. Just going as Kenzie Page now. Yep. All right. Fatal four-way for the newly recreated NWA World Junior Heavyweight Championship. We've seen that belt last week and how beautiful it was. Austin Airy versus Homicide versus Darius Lockhart versus Kobe Carino. Holy shit. Winner and new champion on his birthday, Homicide. Nice. Oh, yeah, let's get you. Camilla versus Kylie Ray and Chelsea Green for a three-way in the women's championship. Camilla wins. Naturally. She beat Kylie. Tyrus versus Rodney Mack for the World NWA World TV title. Tyrus wins. The Commonwealth Connection versus the Briscoes. Briscoes end up winning. Jay, uh, Jay hits the J-Driller on Doug. Mark follows up with a froggy bow from the top rope for the win. They called it an elbow, but everybody knows it's going to hit the froggy bow. It's the froggy bow. David Crockett presents the Crockett Cup to the Briscoes. And in the main event, Matt Cardona, who channeled his inner Ric Flair, coming out with a full-length fucking robe on. Oh. Go on Twitter and look at his page. Oh, it is fucking money. I fucking love this man. Beats Nick Aldis with Jeff Jarrett, a special guest referee, to retain the title. Nice. Well, not without controversy. Ah. Controversy. Okay, Cardona then hit radio silence, but all this kicks out too. Cardona gets sent over the top rope. BSK and Knox come down to check on Cardona. Doug Williams and Harry Smith, well, I like where this is going, come down to take BSK and Knox. And in the ring, Jared punches BSK. Chelsea Green appears and low blows Jared. Mickey James then enters the ring and sends Chelsea out. Aldis locks in the cloverleaf, and Cardona taps as Jerry calls for the bell to be run. Dusty finish. I was going to say, we're going to have to... Jeff believes Mickey hit him with a low blow, so he disqualified Aldis. Nice. Oh, fucking money. Lord. <laughs> that was a little long because it was a two-night multi-person tournament, but... Oh, that fucking rope is badass. Yeah. You see it? <laughs> yes. Shut up. Give up. Very nice. Oh, hell Yeah. I love how Matt Cardona has reinvented himself. Yeah, yes. way Dude, multiple times. He said WWE was his developmental. <laughs> how awesome is that? Long ass developmental time. By the oh, way, shit. I forgot Matt Cardona's WWE name. Is that, is that not ba- is that not badass? No, that's perfect. It's yeah. good. I love yeah. it. And I think Myers and him are thriving. They both said that their first year out of WWE, they made three times the money that they made in WWE. That, yeah, hey, that sometimes that. Again, promote yourself. Believe well, not right. only that, now that they can do podcast, they can do the Twitch. Supplement all that. They can done. create their own lines of action figures that they've done, and they're selling out constantly. Yeah, hell yeah. All right, so, Wilbur, you're up, homie. Let's review Dynamite. Show opens Page and Jurassic Express versus Cole and Red Dragon. wonder why they didn't do a tribute video or... Open to Scott. I don't know. Uh, Jim Ross did Hey Yo before. I caught that. And then later Tony Schiavone talks about it when Matt goes for the, I can't get my arm out that, the razor's edge. Yeah, thank WWE Block for being able to do it. I was about to say, unless they were. No, there's no way because they did it for, uh, who was the WWE guy that died last year? 
Ooh. Oh, wow. There was a few. They could put up a tribute, but they had to call them by their real name. They couldn't say, you right, know. So they said Scott Hall. Yeah. But, I mean, you just could have put a picture of Scott from social media up or something. But, yeah. I just, I wondered why they didn't do that. Because they did have, you know, two days after the fact. But, carry on, my wayward son. Peace when you're done. Yes. Now I just want to watch Supernatural. You're welcome. So after that match, which Cole and Red Dragon go over, of course, leading into, I guess, what, Paige versus Cole? Any pizza left? There's a couple pieces left on there. Paige is not strawberry cake. So strawberry then, cake? Um, oh, no, no, it's not strawberry cake. There's strawberry cake. There's one piece. His fat ass don't need it. <laughs> About to talk shit. I figured. The way you've exit lately, you might take me up on it. I was like, keep talking. I'm going to put my balls on your face. I've already had that happen. I don't need it again. He didn't say he didn't want it, though. Oh, my God. Anyways, go ahead, Will. Go ahead. Dynamite. Let's play it off. I can definitely go deeper. Hey. That's what she said. Possibly somebody we all know. Haven't <laughs> <laughs> you did it again? <laughs> he kept making jokes in the dressing room. Everybody's like, God damn, Tyler. Like, what? We're fucking over. We'll make jokes about yeah. it. So what? Moxley and Danielson versus Yuta and Taylor. Oh, this was a good segment. Yeah. Loved it. Great match. The only thing I'm getting tired of is like, why all 300 members of the best friends got to stay at ringside? Yeah. <laughs> I get that, yeah. Because She wasn't out there. She wasn't, no, out, was there. Else she wasn't out there. She <laughs> wasn't seen until later in the show. She's not been seen since the pay-per-view. I need to fix this flyer. <laughs> no, dead, no, dead serious. I'm sorry to cut you off, but we need to fix this flyer. Then we need to pull the sack off of it. That's right. Oh, that show? Yeah. We yeah. still going. Who's that show? We're not getting a <laughs> We, Me and Shane both don't even quit doing shit shows and T.Y. He does. Doing quality over quantity. Yeah. Don't. If you ain't got a booking and there's no shows worth going to, sit at home, rest your body, study, watch film. So then Ben's favorite segment. But hold on. You didn't oh, even he, say what happened in that. segment. That I didn't get to see it. I was oh, sure. By that. So, best friends leave. Moxley leave. and Danielson, over. of course. Yes. They go over. They bring you to back. As, no, as they're leaving. Mox won this one, didn't he? Yes. yes. Yeah. Mox hit the paradigm shift. As they're leaving, Yuta stops, turns around, gets back in the ring. Before he turns around, he stares at Regal over his shoulder for a couple seconds. But he goes up, gets back in the ring, shakes, sticks, sticks his hand, hand out. out. To shake hands, Regal smacks the shit out of him. God damn, smacked the shit out of him. Smacked the fuck out of him. I loved it. It was yeah. awesome. Fired his ass up. Yeah, and his face. And let's not, it's not one of those like regular slaps. It's that Regal, he puts his palm. The palm strikes. Yeah. Oh, God. Smacks the shit out of him. Where you turn around, he's legit fucking pissed. Awesome. And Regal's daring him to hit him. Daring him to hit him. And Moxley and Daniel Bryan the whole time. And Brian Danielson were shaking their head like, yes. And he tells me, he goes, go get some more work, then come back and we'll talk. 
you to leaves and great segment. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. So then the Jericho Appreciation, Ugh. whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> it's perfect though. Did you notice Longest they changed fucking segment oh, yeah, they ever yeah. to get nowhere? Yeah. That whole segment was a setup for you to piss off the smart marks and call yourself a sports entertainer. Who gives two fucks? There's no such thing as a pro wrestler. There never was. You've always been a sports entertainer. Period. Call it what you want to. They did change 2.0's name. Yeah. Now, the one guy from 2.0's money. I don't give a fuck what he does. Face, yes. I don't, give, I don't give a fuck what Matt does. That's so much taking promo pictures. Yes. <laughs> I don't care what he does. But that segment was legit almost 15 fucking minutes. And all they said was, we're not wrestlers, we're sports entertainers. Waste of fucking time. Waste of fucking segment. That could have been done in a backstage in three minutes. Because then you're, you're supposed to be healed, and then you have people give sympathy to Daniel Garcia because he's in a car wreck and almost died. Stupid. Fucking stupid. We can move on. Jericho can still go on the ring, but he has no sense of what makes sense anymore. None whatsoever. Fucking stupid. <laughs> Will, it was goddamn fucking stupid. <laughs> Holy shit. It was yeah, some shit only... that Vince would book stupid. <laughs> there's only one thing missing from that group. Ralphus. I'd pop like fuck. I would too. Goddamn. Oh, oh, he, he did. did. Everything he would did. Like, go away. He's yeah. dead. Yeah, hell of a plane ticket, but they could get him. I'd do it. Hey. Sailor shirts are just like this, too. Only one size. And my shirt's going to say, this segment is fucking stupid. No, it's goddamn fucking stupid. <laughs> but, I, but I'm getting paid. So I'm going to say, this segment will be fucking stupid, but I'm getting paid. <laughs> that last part's got to go back. And, yes. and I'm eating pizza during everything. That would be awesome. That's your favorite. I'm texting Sean Dean when we get done here. <laughs> got an idea, kid. Got an idea. Okay, Joshy. What? Is it boyfriend? That's here. That's a pursuit. Yes. Wardlow is Scott. He would rip your asshole. He's got a shit. Oh, this guy at the gym ass with lemon. I imagine he's either got a dick this big or, or this, this big. He's <laughs> <laughs> either no Ben Thrasher or Josh Cox. There's, there's nothing in between. Like, there's a guy at the gym asked me if I was Warlow's little brother. Because <laughs> <laughs> about both. It was T.Y.'s world, world at one time. It's world less. It was T.Y.'s world. <laughs> it was. But, wouldn't that be a good tag team, though? The guy's got money written all over it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, shit, yeah. Again, I think they got a bow, too, because we called that one. Except his back. <laughs> it says Wardlow down his back. For now. He ties that stomach up. He'll be in trunks. Oh, yeah. Again, we called that finish. It, we knew it was going to happen one of two ways. Either he was just going to job Scorp straight out, which is bad booking because Scorp is so good, mm-hmm. or Max is going to fuck him. And Max fucked him and got tons of heat because of it. I was reading somewhere that says Scorpio, since he did win that match, he needs to bring back the open challenge for the TNT title. Call it the sky's the limit challenge. Love it. And Paige needs to beat him for the title. Just imagine that match. 
Loved the match. Loved everything about the whole segment. Except for Dan Lambert. What about Dan Lambert? You don't like Dan Lambert? He's too much. Oh, come on, man. He can't be a time. He's too much. I, I, I did him. He's too much. He is. Again, too much at ringside. If Dan Lambert's going to be there, cool. Paige Van Zandt and her husband, why are they there? No, yeah. Uh, to gain the OnlyFans side. So you don't need him there for that. He serves no purpose. Uh, yeah, oh, some bitch. <coughs> he must have a big old dick. Thank you. <laughs> uh, thank you. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I was choking on. I, it's not being up like two hours. If it is, I'd send videos to all y'all. Look what I do! Jealous we know. Jealous motherfuckers. I don't even know goddamn body anymore. I don't even my goddamn self. I wouldn't leave the house for weeks. You don't take this head. Goddamn body. Watch your goddamn queers. Woo! <laughs> 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 You're welcome, Josh. <laughs> oh, we got the gay hand. That means we better get it together. Look, we got the gay hand. You know what the gay hand is? No, we got the whole bounce. Oh, the whole thing. We got the wax on gay hand. Better than the wax off. Josh got, Josh got the jerk off hand. Party versus private party. Hell of a match. Yeah. Great match. It's amazing how them motherfuckers are still as over as they are. No shit. It's amazing how everybody forgets all the bad shit that Matt Hardy's done for the past six months just because he puts on a tight t-shirt. <laughs> he uh, comes out to boom boom And he starts throwing knuckles. <laughs> free bird nuts. The free bird. Oh, by the way, they've got three free bird entrances on the video game. Oh, shit. They've got old school Michael Hayes who will come out and he'll... Strut out and then he'll stop to swivel his hips. Then they got the dancing point free birds. Nice. But they're called freedom birds. Free. Michael Hayes will never sell the rights to the free birds. He'd be stupid too. Oh, yeah. No. I don't blame him. That's why you've got one run of action figures and no free bird DVD. All right. What was next? Baker Rosa. <laughs> for the final. Mm. <laughs> Not a- that match was awful. And it's all Josh's fault. I didn't do a goddamn thing. Yes, you did. Because you said, will Will it be better? And you jinxed them. I blame you. Oh, yeah. And I say one thing. Me, that they don't know I fucking exist. I fucking You jinxed them because you said, will it be better? You couldn't top that. That match was horrible. That cage match was off. Yeah. Did y'all notice they used a smaller ring on TV this week? Mm Mm-hmm. That was a 16-foot ring. It was all for the cage. I don't know why they did it. Because the 18 foot ring that they have, the cage fits perfect on it. Yeah. Ugh. I don't know why they did something smaller. Because mm-hmm. it's not always about the size, Benjamin. It's it is big. when you have this much gap between it. <laughs> I was about to say, I don't like big shit. <laughs> but. Josh, you're in luck. Well, <laughs> I was hoping to go ahead, so. Well, we got the result we was hoping we'd get. We should have got it last time. I did love how Dustin came out to congratulate her. Yes, yeah. that was nice. And that's the last thing you saw before the show went off was Dustin hugging her, congratulating her, and raising yeah, her hand. Right. I'm, I'm okay with that. Like I said, I just. 
the action they did, some of it was good, but it was just like. <coughs> it's like they're doing trying to do spots to recreate the lights out, man. I don't know if Josh just fucked it all up with I don't know if it was. Fuck. If something went over time again because of the Jericho segment being so fucking long and goddamn horrible that they were short on time. Maybe. Because <coughs> it seemed like a lot of shit was rushed. Yeah, after that, yeah, it does. Yeah, they did seem like they rushed through. And the uh, the move in the tax, when she hit it, when uh, Rosa put Britt in the tax, that should have been the finish. Now you know your fat ass can't fit through there. Wasn't horrible. Wasn't horrible. Wasn't. Wasn't great. No, it wasn't horrible, but it, they've had better matches than that. And I think me and Tyler were texting back and forth between the two, and it looked like Britt got hurt early on. Well, my opinion, it was better than their match at the pay-per-view. Well, yeah, that one left a bad taste in my mouth anyway. Even liquored up Mountain Dews wouldn't take that taste out. <laughs> Those are so good. So they were good. But I think it was better too, but I think... I don't think nothing will talk to the Lights Out match. No. It, it was lackluster. Had they booked different going into the pay-per-view to where Rosa comes out and just whoops her ass, whoops her ass, whoops her ass, and it's a blatant DQ, then they did that match, maybe it wouldn't have been as bad or come off as as bad. Right. But now let's go to Rampage. Rampage? Rampage. Jason. It's French. Me. Your boyfriend opens Yes, it. and he looks fucking amazing. God damn, he does. <coughs> I don't remember what the first match was. Butcher and Darby Allen. Oh. Butcher. 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 I'd rather watch Butcher eat. Not a fan. Okay. It looks great. Not a fan of Axel. No, I'm not a fan of the butcher. Let's say what the fuck butcher is. Or the blade, or the candlestick maker, according to Cosm. <laughs> We've already covered why I don't like Allie. I, she's been at a top level for six, seven, eight, maybe ten years now, and, and really. I've seen no improvement. If anything, she's regressed. Pepper Parks, the gimmicks don't fit him. Have you ever seen Pepper Parks or even Braxton Sutter in Impact? He's not a dark golf guy wearing fucking leather and a monocle. That, you know, that's not him. Butcher, I'm just not a fan of. I just don't see the appeal. I give him credit for losing a ton of weight and getting in amazing shape and curing his anxiety and all that stuff, but in the ring, I'm just not a fan. He, he doesn't know if he's a cruiserweight or a big guy. And if you're that big, there's no question. You're a big guy. Work like a big guy. Yeah, just don't, don't care for him at all. Darby, however, is fucking amazing. Yes. yes. Darby knows what he is. Darby is undersized with anybody he wrestles. Anybody. And he has to fight up to that every time. Imagine Darby Allen and Mick Foley in that fight. Oh, shit. Oh, oh God that damn. That's a match that I would cringe over. I don't cringe over a lot of shit. Oh, yeah. But anytime Mick Foley takes any kind of bump of anything, I just kind of do the. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Darrell. Especially his suicide dogs, mm-hmm. Hey, the, it goes like 100 miles on the fucking house. Yeah. Dogs, but stop it. With that being said, for what the match was, it wasn't bad. I like the way they did the finish also. To an extent, here's another thing I'm going to say Hardy Boys are fresh. 
Since they've been together, you brought them out on every episode of TV you have together. And yeah, lay, lay, lay off on that. That's way too yeah, much. Lay off. People's going to get tired of them and not want to see them. Then you've invested a shit ton of money because you just re-signed Matt and you signed Jeff long term. Well, that's what happened when they brought them in in the Fed. They bring them in at WrestleMania, and then they're on, and they win the titles at Mania, and right. then they're on the shows, and on the shows, and on the shows. And, and see, the good thing with what I've always liked about AEW with Rampage is usually for guys that aren't on Dynamite. Mm-hmm. But now it's like you wrestle a tag match on Dynamite. You know, the week before they joined, then they're on Rampage to come out again. I think they may have had a match on Rampage. No, Jeff showed up, and then they did a run-in on Rampage. They had Sting and Darby. Yeah. So they had the match on Dynamite this week. Then come out to say Another Sting and Darby again, again, which is too much. You're going to end up burning the crowd out. And you can do that real fast. That's something yeah. you don't want to do. And there's another way around that. You've got the best tag team in the world just fired Tully, which means a babyface turn is coming. Let them come out and save the Hardys. Let them come out and save Sting and Darby. I it, don't know. Bret, I don't feel like Bret Hart. Well, that is the rumor. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's still going to happen. I mean, Bret Hart looks pretty damn good. That picture. Yeah, that recent I mean, that's still the rumor. And if you remember back to the Hall of Fame, who's the one that saved Bret Hart? Cash did save Cash his did ass. Save his Cash ass. whooped his ass. I'll be fair. If I was in Cash's position, damn right, I'm throwing him. Well, that's what he said. Him. Like he, they did an interview with him, and I'd heard this firsthand anyway. But he said that. Everybody just kind of trying to hold the guy back. The guy's still coming. He goes, I just started swinging and whooped his fucking ass. He goes, Harry finally told me, all right, that's enough. Get off of him. <laughs> he goes, well, when the guy that, you know, he's whooping your uncle's ass and he tells you that's enough, get off of him. You just kind of get that's off of him. That's probably enough, yeah. <laughs> but, again, that's, they're not careful. They're going to turn the crowd on the Hardy Boys. And Hardy Boys is heel. They're Denmark. not a draw. I mean, unless you don't bring back Gangrel and have him come through the stage. And you Fuck yeah. Because WWE Gosh. owns that shit. Yeah. Just bring Terry in and make him win the tit again. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> you don't want to bring <laughs> Terry in. Terry looks rough. Uh, that's age. Yeah. Age will do that. Rode hard to put up wet, son. Yeah. All right. Next match. Segment. Layla Hirsch and Redville. Yeah. Oh, Layla Hirsch needs to be in Team Taz. Agreed. She needs to be in Team so Taz. Jason after the promo picture he sent today. <laughs> Did you get that text? No, I don't remember getting that one. I, I think I sent it. I might have just typed it and not sent it. But I said that the promo picture's got Taz vibes. Oh, yeah. I mean, I am just a total Taz mark. Oh, we know. Anybody in here? No. So, before that, though, they had showed a vignette of uh, Chris Statlander taking her paint off. Well, Statlander made an sh- appearance in this at the end of this match. Yeah, but before they had showed the vignette of her taking her paint off. And they made reference about it. So she shows up this time in all black gear, all black hair except what was it, purple? Yeah, she's done. Like I a purple so. streak and then just a little bit of black eye makeup. She prevented Layla Hurst from using the turnbuckle, which allowed Red Velvet to pick up a quick win. We really need to sue her for gimmick infringement. She's trying to turn the buckle. Hey. Where are we at now, Wilbur? House of Black versus Flavor Dust Soul in Bear Country. That 
was just designed to get <laughs> House of Black open. That's a TV squash, man. That's all that was. Yeah, that's yeah. all that was. Keith Lee and Caster. Fucking Max Caster. I love the fucking acclaimed. Amazing. I absolutely love Other than love FTR, they are my favorite tag team. Acclaimed yes. made uh, MJ, NBA Jam, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, fuck yeah. I love the acclaimed. Oh, the tag team. My bad. Even better. My, uh, my bad. <laughs> other than FTR, my favorite tag team in the business right now. I agree with that. Uh, again, two guys that are so good, it may hurt their chances of being stars. Because you can put them in there to lose to anybody, yeah. and they don't lose their appeal. Yeah, I see where you're going with that one. There aren't Andersons. Yeah. Shit. A tag team of Arn Anderson. Yep, that's, that's exactly what they are. Damn. And I hate that for them because they could be so much better. But being a tag team of Arn Anderson isn't a bad thing to be. No, I could. I would be happy to be called that. And I see them making a face turn before long because the crowd eats them up. And they could do as well just do those uh, raps, Max do the raps on the heels easily. Mm-hmm. Right. Even, even better. Oh, even better than you could on baby faces. faces. Yeah. Well, look when Cena did the rap thing when he was. Mm-hmm. That's what made Cena a star. Yeah. And now he looks like Ernest Scared Stupid. <laughs> well, <laughs> yes. you catch him on a rap commercial, he looks like a white kid. <laughs> yeah, when he gets stuck upside down. <laughs> yeah, it's a, one of those Experian commercials or something. He's hanging upside down on a roller coaster. I was like, and his look, hair's Jason, like this. He's white kid from Kid Play. <laughs> but no, it was what? They jumped. Lee no, you hit. Get off my foot. Or just there and yeah, it was what Team Taz jumps him, and yeah. then Swerve comes out, and makes a save. Whose house? Hey, fuck y'all. But well, this is ours right now, buddy. <laughs> Be the landlady. Hey, you, you live here too, motherfucker. You know whose house it is. Goddamn. Jennifer's house. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> then the dog's house. Then the cat's house, then Emmy's house, then Davy's house, then Josh's, then Jason's house, then your house. I said, I just needed a feedback. Man, we fed, we fed back. Dude, you already been fed. You want to eat again? I mean, the food well, actually, you know, he's, he's like his son. He farted. He's hungry again. <laughs> I literally watched David come here and outgrow a shirt between three plates. <laughs> He's sleeping it off. That's why he's come back in here. <laughs> All right, you motherfuckers. Yeah, that was the review portion you of the podcast. That's the review portion of the podcast. Uh, give us a minute. We'll be right back with our top five list, which is actually two top five lists. Because those top five lists. Because you know why we, we switched it up. We did the Scott years. Hall list did last it? week. So this week we've got our top five WWF slash WWE World Champions. And our top five WCW World Champions. And guess what? What? Guess what's on my list? Oh. Guess. Nobody gives a fuck. We'll be right back. All right. We are back, ready to go over our top five. Uh, we'll start off with the WWW through WWE F years. A, B, C. Easy as one, two, three. That's how the song goes. Play it. I bet the words say ABC. One, two, three. Similac. Similac. 
Soy formula. Oh. One, two, three. It's the mumble rap. <laughs> oh, it's just music. <laughs> Alright, so I usually go last or next to last, so I'll go first this time. Yeah, we're gonna switch it up. I'll go second. Well, anything I'm gonna show on my list, might as well just fucking just put it up right now. Go ahead, man. Well, you you had 63 years or more. You've had from 1963 on www Jesus. What would Jesus do? I have a lot of AB on my list. I have Uno AB on both lists. I have a so lot of words AB on you that. couldn't remember was as simple as. See, that's why I couldn't remember it. Ass ain't never simple. He's always strings attached. No shit. Don't bust in it, and then we're gonna marry you. Try to say he's pregnant. That's when you don't tell a bitch you got a vasectomy. Yeah. Bitches don't listen to that on the podcast. Hey. All right. So, honorable mention, Bob Backlund. Okay. Some bitch had like a seven-year-long run with a title. Yep. But you got to remember too. In these WWWF phases, you're wrestling once a month in Montreal. Once a month in Boston Garden, once a month or once every two months at sometimes in Madison Square Garden. Uh, then you're doing TVs in like Allentown, Pennsylvania, Yonkers, New York, home of Tommy Dreamer. So they're not really defending a whole shit ton back then. So it's easy to have long range, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And your your heels, the ter- the Vince territory has pretty much always been a babyface strong territory mm-hmm. with babyface champions. So when you have a heel champion. They didn't last long. Like Alvin Koloff won the title. I think he was like champion for like a week, maybe a month, and then he's out of the territory. So, for the most part, except with my number five, if a heel champion won the title at that time, they weren't long term. It was just feeding it for the next yeah, baby face, right? So Backlund, he had a great run, and Backlund is kind of responsible for getting the Hogan generation kicked off because he dropped a cheeky baby in December. Okay. Just for Sheiky Baby to turn around and drop to Hogan after the first of the year. Uh, another honorable mention is John Cena. Cena, it is what it is. Yeah. Can't knock his hustle, his loyalty, or his respect. Hey. <laughs> right, legit, you can't knock the man's work ethic. In the ring, he can go, but he become an attraction, so that's why he's got the five moves of doom. If I was making the money he made and a producer come to me and said, we only need you to have five moves, I'm telling you, thank you, sir. I ain't got to worry about putting nothing together but my five moves and my shitty comeback. That's it. But Cena does have 16 title reigns. He's tied, air quotes people because it's not legit, but he's tied Flair. When Flair really has 22 world title reigns, but still. Uh, And just the the effect that Cena had on the business. So my number five is the heel champion in the WWWF that had a long title run. Superstar Billy Graham. Uh, he worked with Pedro. He worked with Bruno. He worked with Backlund. He hey. worked three great matches with Dusty. We don't talk about Bruno. We not talk about Bruno. <laughs> uh, Superstar Billy Graham was Hulk Hogan before Hulk Hogan was Hulk Hogan. Mm-hmm. So that helps there too. My number four is Bruno San Martino, longest reigning WWF champion in the history of the world, like seven hundred eighteen years. Yeah. <laughs> it was like eight year long reign? Yeah. One time. And then yeah, the, the other one I think was like four or five years. years. Yeah, so like almost like a twelve year reign as a champion. Yeah, combined, yeah. Um <laughs> next is where I've got my A and my B. Three, CM Punk. Longest rating modern day WWE champion. And JBL, longest reigning SmackDown champion. 
Number two, reigns weren't that long, but his drawing appeal was second to nobody. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yep. Uh, you can argue that all you want. Nobody outgrew him. No. Except yeah. one person. And that's who you're one. I don't know if he really outdrew him or not because you look at the price of inflation. But look at what I'll, my number one is Hulk Hogan. And look at what Hulk Hogan brought. He brought the rock and wrestling generation. He brought us out of the golden era, into the golden era, into the new era. Hulk Hogan is what got me interested in wrestling, seeing Hulk Hogan. And Arn Anderson put it best. If you're talking to somebody that does not know what wrestling is, they say, oh, that's that stuff that Hulk Hogan does. He transcended the business in the 80s to build it into what we have today. Yes. That's mine. All right. Mine. I forgot one. Honorable mention, Bret Hart. Bret Hart. Ain't coming from a Shawn Michaels fan. That's hard to say. But Sean's run with the title were never long. Never draw. It was the worst drawing time of the company when he won the title the first time. Uh, when he won the title the second time, it was basically for him to get his win back over Sid to build the drop into Austin. That's all it was. I'm sorry, that's still the first one. It was the screw bread. Yes. And then drop to Austin. Uh, and then when he wins the world title with his Dutch boy haircut. <laughs> And the uh, first elimination chamber. I remember that. Uh, brown shit pants. It was just, it was not. To drop back to Triple H. Yeah, to drop back to Hunter to do their three stages of hell match. Um, But Brett had five different title reigns. And just like last week, we talked about his match with Razor at the Rumble that year. He worked Bigelow as one. And uh, I forgot who the, they were all three vastly different talents of guys. So Brett has got an honorable mention on mine as well. Jay Boogie. All right. Mine, I start off, I got two honorable mentions on this one. Uh, Mick Foley. Nice. Uh, Mainly because of the whole... Butts and seats. Butts and seats. Uh, The night he won it, they tried to spoil it on Nitro. Because it was a taped episode of Raw. And basically... Tony Schiavone's exact words. If you're thinking about changing the channel, just to let you know... Cactus Jack, or, or Mick, Foley. Mick Foley, who wrestled here as Cactus Jack, is going to win their world title. Boy, that'll put some butts in seats. And that was the end of the 83 weeks. And that's why his book is titled Butts in Seats. Yep. And that killed WCW. Sorry, guys. I was making my list. I'm a little bit late. So. You're fine, buddy. <laughs> okay. You're fine. Uh, my other honorable mention is Chris Jericho. The first undisputed champion beating The Rock and Stone Cold in the same night. You know, he puts that over himself a million times every time he would talk about it in his promos. Yeah, it's the first undisputed champion the first time you saw that. I didn't think about him. Sorry. I'll mention it when I mention my list. Okay. Uh, Number five is my first A and B. Hey, why is that so hard? This motherfucker, because I'm old and I've been watching wrestling longer than you've been alive. That's not the point. That is the point. My first A hold and on, B hold on, hold on, is hold on. okay. Go this ahead. motherfucker's got honorable mentions and A's and B's. Yes, what the fuck? I, I have, what the That's why I told you I should always be a top ten. You should do a top twenty for the the next decimal show or whatever. Because <laughs> the top five is almost impossible on any topic. That's why they don't have a top. 
five college football rankings. It's a top 25. There's some things on here that would be hard to get to. Technically, you only need a top one. Name one. On these, well, we go back. We got this one. What was that? AWA World Champion. I don't think there There was There you go. There you go. But for the most part, like most of the list we do. Yeah, we can have. I can name you my top 25 favorite titles. I couldn't do five. I'd have about 38 honorable mentions on five. But no, my number five, like I said, that's my first A and B. Uh, it's John Cena and Edge. I did go with Edge because he never had a long title run. He was always back to future Cena. He had a lot of title runs, but how long were they? Exactly. Right. My and main thing with Edge is the, money, the opportunist cash thing, in. the cash-in. He wins that. That's one of the biggest things you remember about Edge. And we remember him more as world heavyweight champion as opposed to WWE champion. What's included? Well, yeah. Yeah, because we, remember we said and he from did WWWF to WWE. Both shows. All, both shows, both sets of titles. Like right now, there's a Raw champion and a Universal champion, right. so they don't have a world champion right now. Until maybe. the WWE world heavyweight. But no, with Cena, it's like everything you said earlier. Drawing uh, power. Right. With Edge, he was Hate always. Him all you want, but kids loved him. They paid to see him. Edge was always over no matter what he was doing, whether he was baby, baby deal, anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, the cash-in on Cena at the end of the Elimination Chamber, that... The first cash-in. Oh, the first uh, cash-in, the, the Money in the Bank. Revolution. Revolution. Where Vince himself came and announced it. Which I love that. I wish they all would have stayed like that. That you had to clear it through Vince. Yeah. But yeah, that was perfect. Uh, number four, Hulk Hogan. Brother. Brother, brother. Like you said, it's the drawing power, it's everything. Hulk Hogan is what originally got me interested in wrestling, household seeing name. him. Yeah. He's a brand. Yes. It's like... Household name, but it, yeah, it's like, so it's garbage. And it stinks when it gets old, too. It's like if we said, hand me a Coke, what kind do you hey, want? Lord. Pepsi. Right. Pepsi's not a Coca-Cola. It's a name brand. Yeah. If I need to blow my nose, I'm not going to say, hey, Josh, hand me a tissue. Tissue is a I'm Kleenex. Say, hand me a Kleenex. If I got a cut, I'm not going to ask you for a bandage. Give me a Band-Aid. Hogan is that recognizable name right. to everybody. Like, Flair is twice the wrestler he'll ever be. Mm-hmm. Half the human being, but twice the wrestler. <laughs> I don't know. I've heard, I've heard them Hogan I've stories. I've heard some stories, too. But, <laughs> but Hogan will always have that over Flair that right. he is the more marketable name. And how does Hogan what? still have a, a whole part to play in the goddamn new game? Uh, I, don't I mean, know, not only awesome. that, but <laughs> Hogan... I said, fuck Kushida. We're wrestling singles, bitch. <laughs> uh, Hogan. All right, we're going to do a Strat- podcast on the game next week because me and Will always go back to the game. <laughs> Vince strapped the rocket to Hogan where as Flair was always, you know, Vince, Vince made Hogan the front and centerpiece of everything. Well, you know, I was telling you earlier that I had been going to sleep watching old episodes of WCW. Well, now I'm at the Crockett Cup. So Barry's sending me a DVD of that Crockett Cup. So I quit watching World Championship Wrestling when I go, I go to sleep so I can remember the Crockett Cup. Right. But now I started going back. I started at WrestleMania 4, and I'm watching all WrestleManias while I fall asleep. So I'll wake up like eight times a night to check her sugar, and that's like 30, 40 minutes where I go back to sleep. So Hogan's promos even back then, no matter what they were, like, 
four is the promo against Andre for the rematch in the tournament. Mm-hmm. Then it's against DiBiase in the semifinals. And then five is the mega powers implode. And the emotion that he would display in these promos was crazy. Six was probably his second to best one for Warrior. Warrior. But WrestleMania seven against Slaughter. Dude, he taught these motherfuckers into the building. Like, they he could do no wrong. Slaughter, he man. could do no wrong. Even at Mania 9, I hated it. I fucking still hate the fact that he left the world champion. Mm-hmm. Pissed me off because it fucked Brett. But that crowd, and that's the end result. You know, I said it Saturday. Don't worry about popping the boys. Pop the crowd. They're the ones that pay. When he looked at Brett, Brett said, yeah, he come in and hit that leg drop, one, two, three, and beat Yoko. That's all that mattered. How many eyes rolled that day, though? Oh, so everybody, everybody in the back. So fucking many. The few smart fans that were around then. Yeah. Uh, well, I wasn't a smart fan then, and my eyes rolled. Right. Meltzer's eyes rolled. Oh, yeah. Meltzer's eyes rolled back in his head for a minute. Yeah, he was Undertaker. That's what started his... That's what, started his, that's what he said. He said, you went from Montefiore to Baltimore right there. Uh, number three is another AB, Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels. Uh, you know, just... Like you said already, Hart, the way he was with everything. Right. You know, he was the, what was it, the new generation, yeah, the new generation champion that they yeah. brought in. He was you the know. face of the new generation. And Sean did have some good runs. Like his shit with Mankind, his shit with Vader was good. Mm-hmm. Um, his shit with Davey was great. But it was just, it was to me, it was too short term for him to be... In most people's opinion, he's either the greatest of all time, 1A or 1B. Mm-hmm. It's either him or Flair. There's usually nobody else in that conversation. For him to have only had the limited title runs he had, and it's because of Sean. It's because of his ego and his attitude and his backstage politics. But even being the huge Shawn Michaels fan I am, I could put him on the list of top five greatest just because the draw was down when he won the title the first time. When he won it the second time, the houses were up, but – it wasn't because of Sean. It was because of the whole attitude era. You can't, mm-hmm. you can't, I don't think you can sing it like one person for that, but if you could, it'd be Austin. Even though DX is probably the innovator that brought that in. Austin, Austin capitalized on it. Exactly. Huge. Which leads to my number two, which is another AB, is Austin and Rock. Yeah, with Rock, it just wasn't long enough title reigns for me. But when you think Attitude Era, you think back Rock and forth, yeah. Rock and Austin. I get where you're that, but even when he was champion, if you think it was more uh, just as that DQ finishes, not real legit finishes. So that disqualified the Rock for me. Was he was protected way too much in his run with the title? Like he never. Well, he really, was still. I hate to say it, he was still green on a lot was. of that. I don't mean protected by. You know, who he wrestled, he was protected by booking. Right. Like, he never clearly did the job. It would always be some kind of chicanery. You know, like, Mankind had to beat him with a fucking forklift and pallets and shit at halftime heat. Uh, had to have Austin come in to beat him for Big to win the title. Yeah, him in the chair. So, to me, it was just, with, with him, it's kind of like Sean, like, he had a few more runs than Sean. I don't think any of them were great. Honestly, his best run was when he beat Cena. 
I, that, my opinion, I, that was his best run. That, yeah. Plus, we got rid of the spinner belt. Thank God. Yeah. Remember that? We popped yeah. big for that. No shit. We was watching it in our apartment and popped big time for that one. I'm popping big time now for this. Owen and Rick Steiner. Yeah. Nice. Fucking Owen and Old Known, dude. Look the, at that. Oh, look could go. No That's shit. the same shit they learned in the dungeon right there. Yeah. Fucking everybody uh, listening in, uh, I'm... Showing everybody Rick Steiner and Owen Hart mat wrestling for 13 seconds, and they're both staying with it. It's I'm gonna have to find that match now. Yeah, hell yeah. yeah. I, is that Yoko and Owen or Davey and Owen? I can't tell. Um, I can't see the other corner. I can see Scotty. Scotty's there. I want to say this was um, Coco and Yoko. Uh, no, Coco because he's in gear. Yeah, he's in gear. He's not of them baggy. I'll just have to look it up and see what year the Steiners were in the company, and then that'll that'll tell me. Either way, I'll watch it if it's Yoko or right because Yoko was fucking phenomenal. Uh, and then my number one, uh, Bruno San Martino, for like you said, longest title reign, longest combined title reign. Yeah, years. I mean, seven fucking years. And a son of a bitch had a velour belt. That's badass. And then even now, when he went into the Hall of Fame, he still looks like a badass. Uh, yeah, I still wouldn't have fucked with him then. No. Which is great. Like, he had it out with Vince. It's like, fuck you, I'm never coming back. And went to WCW and was a commentator for them for a while. And then finally, Hunter mended those fences. That's one thing he don't get enough credit for. Oh, yeah. yeah. Half these people that's come back to the WWE is because Hunter has reached out and... Warrior. I can sure the conversation went like this. Look, I understand. I'm married into the family. I know he's a fucking dick. But your contributions to not be overlooked. If I can get you and Vince to sit down in a room and talk, do you think you can fix this? Just for the, for the yeah, idea. just you and Vince. No Bruce, no Kevin Dunn, no Nick Khan. If I can get you, me, and Vince to sit down. I mean, fuck. They brought Cornette back to put the Rock and Roll Express in. Right. So I think if if Hunter was the pass today, God forbid. We don't need to lose another one. We've lost too many in the last couple of years. Yeah, oh, no shit. But his legacy in the ring would be one thing. To me, his NXT legacy would be another. But yeah. the fact of how he mended all these fences from guys from his childhood yeah. and guys that he had worked in his early days to come back to their their rightful home, I think that's one thing he's overlooked a lot from people. And it makes you, it pisses you off more knowing what he's done. Mm-hmm. What, what they've done in NXT that he's built from the ground up. Yep. All right, Josh. All right. You're I've, got, up. I've got one honorable mention. Oh, that's unacceptable. God damn. That we all said that's fucking bullshit. Oh, and, oh, I don't have no A's and B's. Anyways. Yeah, we've, uh, seen, we've heard you talk. You got C's and D's. <laughs> D's. You know, D's. Oh, D's. D's. Yeah, got it. Yes. <laughs> uh, all right. My honorable mention is CM Punk. Yes, he did have... Oh, the cat. The cat. Well, I know what it is. (laughs) You don't know why it is. He likes to look out the window. I ain't messing with that cat. No, that's a crazy pussy. pussy. I ain't touching. Hey, Tyler. But you never touched it. Hear me say that, did you? Where's that? Where, cat? Don't touch that cat, Tyler. (laughs) Tyler. Tyler. (laughs) (laughs) Tyler, it's a trap. Yeah. Cat's an asshole. He likes two people, and I'm two of them. He's coming out. And he's still with Pete Jason. Wow. You got more than anybody else does. 
I, I've got cats in the house. I, I know I'm a cat whisperer. <laughs> if you aren't, if you're listening, Tyler okay. Ty is trying to be I'm a cat whisperer. Ty is trying to play with the pussy. Try keyword. Hey, look, where'd you go? Where'd you go? Hey. Counter by the microwave or there's right. right, cold Josh. cans. Yes, honorable mention CM Punk. The reason why I have his honorable mention on my top list is yes, he did have longer strength in the modern era, but current day now we've had longer range, people longer than Punk. We've had Lesnar. We've had Reigns. So he doesn't cut my list, and all not just the fact that he didn't. Weren't they both Universal Champions though? Huh? They were both Universal Champion reigns. You've not had anybody break the WWE title reign. That's true, but I have another reason why he's not on my top list for the simple fact that he really didn't get placed at the top of the card. He was always in the middle of the card or at the beginning. He never was that main event spot. Which is perfect though. How many people watched that third hour Raw? No goddamn body. It ain't me. Exactly. Now, on pay-per-views, he was always in the end. Raw, he was always main event of the second hour. That's where your main event should be because that's where more people are watching. That's why they should have never went to three hours. That's not them. That's USA. Well, yeah. Uh, Number five. That's why. If they were paying me what they pay them, I'd run fucking goddamn marathon too. That's why I've said it more than once. One of the three hours of Raw needs to be their women's show. No, they need to save all their recaps for that last hour. <laughs> Fuck sakes, nobody will watch them. <laughs> nobody watches anyway. Exactly. But if you made the first hour the women's hour and then towers two and three your normal quote show. You're going to lose too many people because of that third hour being where your money shit is. Well, you think so? I know so. Wait. Look at your demographics from the third hour. People are tuning out at 10 o'clock. All right, so which brings me to my number five, The Rock. Rock is on here and he's low. Yes, he did not have a lot of title, long title reigns. He did not have drama power as opposed to some of the other people on my list. But when you think about The Rock, he was the main person he was always feuding with. It was Austin. Does Austin still have that same feud, those big WrestleMania moments? If it's not with The Rock. Yes, with Undertaker, where he should have been. Yes, with Hogan. In my opinion, yeah. I'm sorry. No, no, Pete no, no, no. I'm a wrestling fan. Yes. I've never been a fan of the sports entertainer types. Right. To me, The Rock was not ever a wrestler. No. So, I was never a fan of... I like The Rock's promos. Yeah. And I loved when he'd sing and diss on Vicky Guerrero. But in the ring, I thought his moves were stupid. I mean, for God's sake, the people's elbow Should not be a finish. is the dumbest fucking move this side of the five-knuckle shuffle. I got one that can top uh, it. The worm. the worm. The worm's not a finish, though. That's what he used as a no, finish. No, he did not. He did the worm into a throat chop. You've been chopped in the throat? Well. That's a fucking finish. Finger fucking doom. That was not a finish. That was one... Oh, that, that was, was a that, that was a, a different. <laughs> that was a that was the finish of WCW. Yes, yes. <laughs> but I was just, I I was. You come up in a different area. You and Will did. We were raised on pro wrestling, where minimal entertainment was added to the product. Just enough lights, music, colorful robes. Unless you watch WWF, and 
I didn't even like WWF as much as I did NWA. Had I been born up north, my whole thought process may be different. But I was lucky enough to be born in Crockett country. So wrestling is what sells me, not the entertainment right. aspect. And I remember Austin as a kid in world class trained by Chris Adams who could fucking wrestle. So I never equated the two together as far as what you're saying. You know, like Austin and Rock together, yeah, that, that I get that. But as far as comparing them in the ring, never done that because Austin was far superior, even right. at even the at limited the- capacity he was at at that time right. to the Rock. All right, number four, Bob Acklin. You know, you've talked about it. Over 2,100 days. uh, Well, not only that, he actually come back after how many years off? Well, he was on WrestleMania 9 last night because I watched it. He wrestled Razor. Jogged Razor out the whole fucking match to Razor beat him with an inside cradle. The heel one with an inside cradle, which I'm shitting all over that in my mind, but I thought... What a brilliant finish to not get Bob's ass beat by a big, huge guy. Put Tyra and out Scott there. gets out-wrestled by the baby face, which you're always supposed to as a heel. And for him just to get him out of nowhere. But not long after that, I think. See, so WrestleMania 3 was what, 93, 94? WrestleMania 3? No, 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 WrestleMania 9. It was 93, 94? Uh, yeah, 93. Okay, so then he wins the well, title Hold on, 84 was the first WrestleMania. 85 was first. 85. 85 was. 85 was? Yes. Because 95 was Brett. Because Brett. Yeah, because 87 was three. Yeah, Brett Owens is 94. I remember that. So. When did Backlund beat Brett for the title? Was it 95? I think because it wasn't long after that. So he come back after. After he dropped the title to Sheik, he was done. He left for a while. He come back and. I don't know how long he stays with this. Like I said, I just seen the Mania match last night and thought, fuck, how good was this? Plus, I watched Doink vs. Crush where they did the two Doinks. Uh, Fucking good shit. But he comes back even later than that. Yes. <laughs> and beats Brett for another run with the world title. Uh, and had they not seen Diesel and thought, look at all the dollar signs in this guy, how long of a run would Backlund have had with that title? I still don't think it would have been long. I still think it would have been transitional, to be honest with you. I think he would have held it at least until Mania. Maybe the Rumble. Lost it back to Brett. Yeah, I can see yeah. that. Yeah, if if Nash wasn't there, they would. If they were it. smart, they'd keep back with Backlund being heel at that time. Right. Holy shit! And he freaked, was a heel. He yeah. Like he had always been the white meat babyface, and this time he was a snapped fucking sadistic heel. So fucking love it. My favorite. And guy. I'm glad yeah. you brought him up because I forgot to put over that last run with Brett on my list. But yeah, Backlund is definitely on my list. And then the shit he did with the crew, the X Division guys at Impact. Oh shit, that was awesome. You can probably attest to this because I was doing research. They said that he made the uh, most, he made a record in 1982 for the highest gate appearances. Mm-hmm. So that was They that. loved him. He, yeah. He was fucking Opie Taylor from Mayberry. They yeah. loved him. Yeah, it was how to do the character, but it got over. He may have been more loved than Bruno at his time. Yeah, because he was coming in right as Bruno was winding down. Yes. No, which brings me to number three, Bruno San Martino. You know, the eight-year title ring, he had, I believe it was 136, when I researched 136 Madison Square Garden appearances, most out of anybody. Mm-hmm. So, again, that was a different time, once a month, you know. It was easy to have title rings, but, you know, he was WWF. He was Vince Sr.'s guy. Right. And then Vince Jr. kept him on for a while. Right. And then, when, and then when he down. took over, he was a commentator and all kind of other stuff. And that's when back when stepped in. And then our, my next two is the same as yours. Number two is, of course, Austin. Mm-hmm. The attitude there, the competition was stiff. You don't put nobody else in that spot. Nobody else. 
If you put anybody else in that spot, WCW wins. In my opinion. Austin. I would probably agree with that. Because he was the spark that they needed. He was the difference maker that they needed. I don't see nobody else having a a rivalry or a feud with McMahon that Austin did. Because Austin, he was your blue-collar guy. Everybody wanted to beat their boss's ass, and he, you could live. Well, and not only that, that, go back to how WCW did lose the war with well, the whole mankind thing. thing. Yes, had mankind not did these interviews with Jim Ross and had his early program with Stone Cold, <laughs> does the just crowd the history? Does the crowd care enough about Mick Foley at that point to turn away to see him beat the Rock? Yes, exactly. And then, and like I said, that was a hard decision because technically, yes, it was. Uh, from, can, from everything I've heard and researched, Austin. Vastly outdrew Hogan. Yeah, that's the only person that can say but, hey, I can or. But yeah. you know, with inflation. Yeah. Are you taking that into consideration, or did he just fucking? As far as merch, we know the we know the merch. Well, not only that, because Hogan had shirts and bandanas and foam fingers, and the rubber wrestling figures, and maybe like glass and frisbee in a workout set. <laughs> Austin, this motherfucker had all that, plus fucking three sixteen. Everything. Stone Cold said so. Motion detectors as you walk by, and walkie talkies, and cars, and toilet Stickers, paper, and yes. all kind of shit. Guys get his own damn beer. Yeah, those could easily be one A and one B. This is quite tasty. It is. I wouldn't argue with either one of those being one A or one B. And then you know you go to your Hogan. What's yeah. left to say? I mean, yeah. I mean, the reason why Hogan's my number one is you don't get to Austin without Hogan. You don't get to any of them. You don't without get nowhere. Because here's here's the deal. Vince put all his money into the very first WrestleMania. If that doesn't successfully... He put $1 million all of it was that special. he got from Turner, or he got from the Crockett. Yes. The Crockett's funded WrestleMania 1 because they bought their time slot back on TV. Right. Had WrestleMania 1 flopped, Yes. Jim Crockett Promotions would be running the wrestling world now. Vince McMahon would be an absolute. I believe if he was in the... I think I watched the true story of WrestleMania. I think Linda was talking. It was like in the middle of WrestleMania, she was telling us we just broke even. Yes. So, none of that happens without Hogan, without his influence. That was a very good DVD. Yes, it was. It's kind of weird how they go out of sync a lot, though. Oh, yeah. What did it been? How they're like, WrestleMania 3 was in Michigan, and they go to 23, which was in Michigan. Yeah. Yeah. Would it have been as big had Howard Finkel not said, let's call it WrestleMania, and stuck with Vince's colossal tussle? Yes. Because it was a spectacle. It wasn't a name that said that. No, it was the it fact was of having the mainstream celebrities, not right. B-list celebrities, not... No, you had Liberace. No, not... I'm an NWA fan, but not... They didn't have Jason Hervey from the Wonder Years sitting ringside as a judge because he's a wrestling fan. He's fucking Missy Hyde. They had fucking Liberace. Half the, half the defense and offensive line of the NFL in the Battle Royal at WrestleMania. You had fucking Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali. Cindy Lauper. Pat Patterson, who's a throwback to these older fans. Cindy Lauper. Yeah. All these guys, David Wolf. Had they not had all that in that main... Had the rest, rock and wrestling boom not worked before WrestleMania, all that would have been dead in the water anyway. Yep. But had WrestleMania not be, been as big as it was... We wouldn't be gearing up for an all-weekend event called WrestleMania. We'd be waiting until Thanksgiving to gear up for a week called Starcade. Starcade, yep. What if? Sometimes you wish it was gearing up for Starcade. Oh, yeah. That's another, I don't know if it needs to be a topic or a top five of what ifs of wrestling. 
And that could be dangerous. Yeah, God, that could that could just be an episode. That just needs to be a whole show. That just yeah. needs to be an episode that on just its needs own. To be where we don't recap shit, or we do like a thirty-minute recap, and then the rest of the show is what ifs. Yes, I like that. The fuck, we gonna ever get thirty minutes out of you? None of us stay on track. You do the recap while we eat. <laughs> what is the chopping? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that was cool. <laughs> All right. He got a point. Fuck a recap that week. <laughs> Because they got to recap good wrestling. Yes. So, I love that all of our lists are basically the same except for I have Michaels on mine. <laughs> and I don't hate that. Like I said, I mean, I'm a huge Michaels fan. Just, I couldn't put him on my list. Because it's literally, my five is Backlund, four is San Martino, three is Michael, two Hogan, one Austin. I love how none of y'all gave Billy Graham any respect. Fuck you. Motherfucker <laughs> was the only heel champion that drew. He told Kofi's Kingston to take some steroids to get bigger. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> then, he, then he has his knee surgery live on All American Wrestling. Or no, what was the what was the night one? Prime time wrestling. And then he becomes a kung fu fighter and Crockett. God damn. He literally come out to everybody with kung fu fighting. He's buzz. He come out to it, no shit, wearing black karate pants. <laughs> You ever said that name on a wrestling podcast again? We're going to keep you out of your own goddamn house. <laughs> we don't talk about wrestlers on this podcast. Hey, speaking of, does he still run a show? I yeah. hope not. Does he really? Unfortunately. Every week in Pikeville. Oh, that's that, uh... What the... Boy, if I ever win some money, we're going to run a show in Pikeville. <laughs> he calls it TWA. Oh, that show. Tennessee Wrestling. Oh, okay. He took money away from my booking... Because I got water from the boys. What? Yes. He took an ass whooping for my fist. Like, I was getting paid $5, and I was literally going down there to wrestle and had to be at work at 5 o'clock well, the next morning. Dude, I'm sorry, but I'm I, wrestle, I would bitch slap some fucking body at this day and age. They but they I would ran take out. shit from the dressing room if that's what he did. Here's another deal, though. Now, what happened hold, there? Hold, 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 hold that thought. Do you negotiate money before you go in? I, I did not. That's no. on you. That, that that's is on you. But yeah. he was riding up with me. And you're gonna no, have to he just rode up with me. I've negotiated since I started getting paid. I negotiate for Jason without him knowing it. Right. So where everybody else is getting like five, ten bucks, Jason's getting thirty. I'm getting fifty or more because it's not worth me to do it unless I'm covering my gas and what I eat. If I'm gonna lose money, it has no interest to in me. Tyler knows. We'll even tear a goddamn ring down and start packing it in my truck. I'll take half of their fucking turnbuckles. I don't give a fuck. The only reason it was I never like I never go shit and pay, but what I was already getting, I didn't expect to get taken away. Like I go to get water from the boys because they were out. And like, they were out of waters in the back. They went up there and they, the buzz didn't run concession. Yeah, he don't run. So whenever he went up there and he's like, "Hey, I need some waters for the guys in the back." He got the waters and went on, and the guy took the money from Buzz. That's why Buzz took it from you. Yeah, so that's not defending Buzz, but that's just that's what happened that night. Right, yeah. The guy runs the concession stand that runs the building. That's their concession. They get the money from that. So when I, you don't matter, you always have plenty of water for the boys. I'll be asking you this: Do they love, do live commentary over live mics? <laughs> y'all not like that? God, they do. damn it! I would. They went in my match. They have guys that sit up in like a crow, like GXW's old crow's nest. They wouldn't in my man. They have guys up there like that. Because I, I, I tell them right now, like you got, you can either tell them not to talk there in my match, or I'm gonna show my ass. Your choice. Because no. live commentary 
is the dumbest thing you can ever do in professional wrestling. It just shows Here's the you. thing. And they all do it. They're all guilty of it. They say, oh, I'd never do that. Me and T-Y's in the ring wrestling. I'm the heel Tyler's the baby face. I can't beat this motherfucker. He keeps coming out of nowhere. So I dig in my trunks and pull out a chain. What's that ring announcer going to say? He got a chain in his hand. I'm going to know Cell beat his ass yeah. if he says that. Why would Sorry, Tyler turn around or the ref say he's got a chain? You make me look stupid, you make Tyler look stupid, and you make the ref look stupid. And you insult the There's no Taylor. reason for live commentary. Like, we had to nail somebody's ass Saturday night about I, it. I know. Whose right. <laughs> fault was... Who, who's the first person to point that one out? You and Shane at exactly <laughs> the same time. Yeah. And I was like, no, the fuck we're not. Tyler, get this fix. I'm, I'm going right now. And he did, to his credit. He went out there right there. It, at least it was only the pre-show match. He got was it the pre-show? I, yeah. I thought it was the first... Uh, was it the first tournament match? I think so. Yeah. I, okay, maybe that's what it was. I know we got him stopped. And uh, like I said, no, he don't will. He's, no. He was happy to be there. Uh, that, when he was doing that, I was, I was thinking back to TWA days with Clarence doing live commentary. Well, you can ask Tyler what I've done about that shit. God, I'd get in Clarence's ass. I'd get in... Uh, what Mark was Michaels? Mark Michaels. What was the other guy? Otis. 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 I told Otis uh, one night in the dressing room, I said, if you dare say anything after my ring introduction until one of us wins, I will beat you so fucking bad you'll wish God took you tonight. Who was the other guy that was I up there Mark with the nubs? God rest his soul. What's up? The guy that used to be up in the booth with the nub. Oh, uh, Al? Yeah. 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 Oh, that's a blast from the I told Mark Michaels, I said, when I come to the ring, your ass can walk around ringside. But the first time you say anything, except five minutes expired, 15 minutes remains, I'm going to beat the shit out of you in the middle of the ring. I cannot stand a lot of commentary. He tried that shit with uh, Dr. Tom Pritchard at Keats. Dom screams from the top of his life, shut your fucking mouth. I think we were there. Yeah. Because uh, Tom, yeah, because I, I do remember that. Because Tom would be sitting there in the middle of the dressing rooms eating an orange every time we got there. Hell yeah! <laughs> and he asked, he goes, "How do you handle that?" I said, "He oh, don't do that shit in my match." I tell him, "You do that shit, I'm gonna whoop your ass." I like you, Ben. <laughs> you just don't give a fuck, do you? Not at all, Tom. Please don't kill Vic on my show tonight. <laughs> you got to right? Yeah, Tawa. Okay. Ty, you're Ty-Wai. up for your WWE uh, EL slash Tawa. <laughs> That's what is a uh, Okay, I got two honorable mentions here. First one's gonna be Brock Lesnar. Don't hate that. No. And the second one's gonna be Bob Backlund. Why he's an honorable mention? Uh, I go by popularity, but I had the skill set of like him being like a legit shooter. This so much we went back to last week and did our AWA list. <laughs> so when you finish your WWE, go ahead and give us your AWA. Yeah, hell yeah. Okay, remember I. Well, P for me, Will. Uh, just let him just roll it. Let him grab the ball. No. <laughs> my number five, I have CM Punk. We are up. Uh, oh, okay. Oh, okay. He always talks about he's the only one that's never seen it. How, can, how could he not? <laughs> he ain't been around that long. He don't come uh, in the dressing He don't come in the locker room, yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. okay. Well, you got to protect your guys. Okay. You got to protect your guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got to take one home. Speaking of, J.O. Cool was there a couple weeks ago. Yeah, talking about coming out of the woodworks. He's one of them, too, I think. What you want to see, guys? One of them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Jail Jail Target. No, one of them. Uh, oh, one of oh, them. oh, yeah, I see him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of them. I keep it. Stop it. That hand and them two fingers ain't gonna fall out, I promise you. So I keep forgetting that I have like rips in my knees, and I keep trying to figure out why I get cold air going through my jeans. <laughs> all right, that's it. You and Amy can never talk again. Her ignorance is rubbing off. All right, this, this is what we do, man. We go off the rails. Sorry. Oh yeah, if I was CM Punk, if I was CM Punk, uh, number four, I'm going my great, one of my greatest wrestlers of all time. One of the people I, the reason why I was a wrestler, where I am a wrestler now. Is Bret Hart, um, fantastic storyteller. Yes. Um, yes. Yes. But to be fair, Owen's the better brother. Agreed. No doubt. Absolutely. But Agreed. as far as storytelling and being believable and stuff like that. Yeah, better storytelling. Had Owen not fatally passed when he did, he would have been the world champion. I don't know because I think he was ready to get out of the business. I think he would have got one run with it. He had got one good run. Maybe would he get would he get run one run? Sure, I believe and he that. was going to be yeah. the game. Yeah, yeah, he was gonna. That was going to be his game before they put him in the nation. Yeah, and um, then they pushed it off to after the uh, after he was going to do the thing with Jared and the Blue Blazer, and then he was going to come back as a serious star, win the world title, have a run with it, then go off and join the. Uh, uh, fire department in Calgary. It wasn't a school teacher. Yeah, yeah well, it was a fire, fire department. department. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who who's the school teacher? Bruce Spike. Who the fuck? No, is Spike? The heart Oh, and the heart. God <laughs> damn it. Bruce. 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 Okay. I don't know what's worse, you saying Spike, or if you would have said Matt Stryker. <laughs> Shane Douglas. He was a dean. He was a legit teacher. <laughs> Number three. I have Stone Cold Steve Austin. That guy's a merch. Is, is also a merch god. Still. Yeah. Still. His pro still. wrestling tea stores is blowing the fuck up. Right now it is, I bet. Oh. Um, number two, and you're probably, y'all will probably disagree with this, but, and this is only for the entertainment aspect because, Ben, you know how much I love wrestling, but you right. also know how much I love pissing people off, making right. people laugh, and doing dumb shit. Like, in all, in all that category. Right. The Rock. Like I said, I don't hate him being on anybody's list. He's just not for me. At, 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 for the wrestling part, I can. Yeah. That's why I completely understand that. And the, still, even with us, even though we're close in age and generation, there still is a little gap there too, to where yeah. my generation was still doing twenty-minute side headlock takeovers and two out of three fall matches that went over an hour, to where you get in the Attitude Era now. If you've got a fifteen-minute match, people are pissed because the match is so long. Yeah. My and my number one is John Cena. Um, Thank you. Give me give me some up top. Everybody it, else shitting on Cena. It is it is John I Cena. I thought about the two in the Cena era don't though. Josh is like, I want to put Cena on, but Ben's gonna rip me to shit. If I nah, <laughs> oh, no, he's not number Did one. Did it cross your mind at all? Don't lie. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Now, if you've ever heard me talk, you've never heard me say anything bad about Cena. I put Cena over. And if you're not a fan of John Cena, watch the John Cena experience on the network or on the cock. And you would, we watched it. Mm-hmm. And like we were fans of Cena, early Cena. We were fans yeah. of the prototype in OVW. We were fans of the guy that was in Ready to Rumble. Yeah. Believe that one or not, Cena's in Ready to Rumble. Yeah, I remember that. 
It's bench pressing. It's Goldberg. is talking to Jimmy the King. Hey, baby. Hey, baby. Hey, looking good, baby. Jack. Looking good, baby. You Jack. You Jack. What are you doing here? Getting the set in? You left me in Buffalo. Oh, man, I had to throw up. <laughs> <laughs> you were drunk. Hey, man, I just, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, Bill, baby. <laughs> yeah, I, I love the punch. All right, drop your AWA top five on us real Woo, quick. Okay. So, I got an honorable mention for the AWA. Yes. I'd like to make a comment on your top five about how you are really good at agitating people. and that oh, we're, we're already past that. We're that, at AWA That fact now. is incredibly true. We're, like, let's go. We're at AWA. You're like See, My <laughs> hand was raised the whole time. I wasn't paying attention to this podcast. You know how this works. Open your no, mouth. You we just thought you were showing us your freshly shaved pits of arm. They are freshly shaved, and they smell really good. Uh, I'm going to take your word on that. Not freshly squeezed. Or that's you orange can squeeze orange. Honorable mention. That's orange Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Time out. Time the fuck out. <laughs> I love you, and I'm going to be as nice as I can, but God damn it, your mother should have fucking swallowed. Because your brain did not fucking develop. <laughs> Hold on, we calling you mama on the podcast. Oh my god. <laughs> she made me sleep. Just holler at her. Jennifer! See if she's asleep. <laughs> the door's locked. I'm calling her. Who locked the one? Uh, she locked shit. <laughs> she was watching her show. Damn it. I was on a roll too. Oh, see if she answers. Put it on speaker. I'm gonna see if she answers first. Ain't gonna oh, tell her what your mama says. No yeah. shit. <laughs> Let's go ahead with your AWA list. Okay, while, while we're on the mention. <coughs> it's gonna be Hulk Hogan. Good choice. Good choice. Technically, he never won the belt. <laughs> I had to get Jason on that too. That's fine. I he had him as an honorable mention. Right, well, it, the well, it's. She didn't answer. Yeah. So my number five is going to be Rick Martel, not the model. I love the model, Rick Martel. Oh, uh, we've already we've already covered this for the people that didn't know. This was super thick chest hair, Rick Martel. Yes, yeah. Uh, he hadn't shaved his body here yet. Oh, speaking of Rick Martel, oh never mind, wrong tactic. Keep going. <laughs> number Had four. Had a brain fart. Number four would be Kurt Henning. Kurt Henning was my number four. Um, had a very good program with Bonkwinkle. He was the best goes to uh, five. Uh, number three would be Jerry Lawler. Dude. That's almost his one? list. Uh, number two is... Virginia. It is my list. <laughs> That's my exact <laughs> list. Take the hand. The only, the only difference is my honorable mention was uh, Henning. Or not Henning, was... Ah, uh, uh, it was a what the fuck. Zabisco? Yeah, Zabisco. And then I had a what the fuck entrance for Stan Hansen. Oh, shit. Okay. Like, why would you put the belt oh, on him? Okay, he okay. makes more money yeah, in one yeah, trip yeah, to Japan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But other than that, your list is exactly what I had. Holy shit. How about that? Well, you missed it. Number two, Vern Gagne. Uh, and uh, number one, Nick Bonkwinkle, the one of the greatest technical wrestlers So you didn't have Jerry Lawler at number two? No. Above Vern Gagne? No. I didn't have Jerry Lawler no. at number two either, motherfuckers. No, I didn't. Oh, never mind. Shut up. Couldn't do it. Uh-huh. Thank you very much. <laughs> I thought I had it for number three. Look at the fuck along. All Sorry. right, Benjamin, you want to start with your WC? I will start with my dub, 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 C, dub. dub. Now, we did say that we were going to kind of try to keep it to mainly Nitro years. But if you go back, we yeah. covered a lot of the Ooh, NWA slash WCW and the NWA one. The only thing 
if I would have went back all the way to that, I would have added Ron Simmons in. Well, we'll, well get there. Yeah. <laughs> My honorable mention are Sting from early NWA transition to WCW. Yep. Uh, all the way up to his runs as Crow Sting in the NWO. NWO uh, Wolf Pack. Cause he really and his stuff he did just in the black and white when he had the ankles on his black outfit taped white. Remember that? <laughs> uh, another honorable mention is hell of a wrestler, but okay. a piece of shit human being is Vader. Yeah. Oh, fuck that guy. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> but him. as far as in-ring talent, when he was in WCW, nobody could touch him. No, his shit was Sting was fucking phenomenal. Tells me he laced his boots, I'll piss in him. Fuck yeah. him. Oh, well, he won't oh, lace yeah, him no more. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, fuck him. But I had to give him an honorable mention for what he did for WCW. My number five is one of the only good things that Vince Russo ever did, and this is an A and a B, is put the world title on someone different. Yep. <laughs> Double J, Jeff Jarrett, and Booker T. And Booker T was able to carry that belt with him into WWE. You're welcome. Uh, number four is also an A and a B. And one is better than the other, but they still fit on my list at the same spot. Uh, a will be Lex Luger, who technically is a two-time WCW champion. By the time he won the belt from Barry Windham at that shitty-ass Bash 91 in a cage, it was WCW. <laughs> But he had a good run with the belt there. He worked uh, a hell of a program with Rick Steiner on one of the clashes. Uh, the whole build-up to him and Sting at Super Brawl 2 was amazing. But the one for me that stands out with Luger is the one where he randomly beats Hogan on an episode of Nitro, which is a huge win for WCW over the NWO at that time. Right. Now, he only kept the belt from Monday to the following Saturday for the Rogue Wild pay-per-view. But it was still a huge win. The other one is DDP. Uh, DDP was never supposed to win the world title. He was never supposed to be a wrestler. But he overcame all the odds, became a multiple-time world champion after his program with uh, Savage. So DDP is 4B. Uh, DDP gave Goldberg his best match. Agreed. Oh, yeah. Oh, my, Halloween, my, Halloween Havoc 98. My, yeah, they went off the air before it finished. <laughs> yep. Everybody got the pay-per-view for free. Uh, my number three is the first recognized black world heavyweight champion. And this is pre-Nitro, uh, but Ron Simmons. And Ron Simmons, even after he won the title, had incredible matches with Cactus Jack, with Tony Atlas, with the Barbarian, with Rick Rude, with numerous people. Uh Run, just, what, run wasn't super long, but it was long enough for a couple of clashes and a couple of pay-per-views. It was long enough to be memorable, too. I mean, the, and the win over Vader. When and everybody remembers that black kid mm -hmm. coming from like five rows back to the front row and jumping up and down and being super excited. And the old school thing of the baby faces hitting the ring to celebrate with him. Yes. I love that shit. I, I do that every time a baby face has a huge win like that. You know that. Uh, but that set the trend for... Uh, for black athletes to be able to yes. be considered a world champion. The Rock is half black, half Samoan. Uh, Bobby Lashley. He wouldn't have got there if it wasn't for Simmons. Bobby Lashley, Kofi, Kofi Kingston, Big E. Big e uh, 
our truth and NWATNA. Just tons of guys like that was that was instrumental. Uh, number two for the greatest WCW World Champion of all time is Ric Flair. Remember, we go back to it actually became WCW in late '89. Actually, after he won the belt back from Steamboat, they were officially WCW. So, starting with the feud with Terry Funk, he was WCW World Champion. We all know going up to Bash 91, he's champion until he leaves, takes the belt with him. When he comes back, uh, him and Sting at a Clash 20 unify the international world title, the big gold belt, and the sweet little WCW design that was only held by five people. Can anybody name those five champions? Yes, but then you. Can you? No. Can you? Sting. Okay. Flair. Sting up. Nope. You were right on two. <laughs> what do you mean? Sting, Flair. What, what year is this? Nine, the belt was in use from 91 to 93. You're talking about the... Uh, Vader? The, almost the winged eagle. The little small WCW belt. You go ahead and tell me because I'm going to be here all night. Sting, Sting Flair, Flair, Vader, Vader Simmons, Luger. Oh, shit. Yeah. Shit, Ben. Because then after they unified it, <laughs> they go back to using the big gold belt that they used through the... Yeah. Well, almost the end of the run of WCW, by the time you get to Nitro, you'll notice the belt is a lot more gold and smaller. That's a cast copy done by the same people that made the tag belts that we used at NWA or AWA main event. Uh, so Flair held the title, I think it was six more times yeah. from the point of the Steamboat match all the way up to the yeah. NWO run. Uh, number one, same guy. Is number one on the WWE list is Hulk Hogan. Main reason uh, they bring Hogan in, <clears throat> business is down. He gives him a shot in the arm from '94 to '96. Early '96, hey, they're just not feeling it. June of '96, the NWO is born and Hogan's recreated with that belt for the end of time. So, Hogan is the greatest wrestler of all time if you look at it like that, as far as drawing and <clears throat> meaning the most to his the product. Yeah. That's my least. All right, mine, I've got two. What? Oh, what'd you hear my list? Oh. I've got I two. Oh, God. Kick Josh's ass for list later. Actually, no, no, no. Okay. I got good reasons. It's just the way you said that. It's like, <laughs> no, it's going to be good back and forth. It's like, yeah. Number one, Vince Russo. Number two, David Arquette. <laughs> Number three, Chris Canyon. Even though it wasn't a real title he had. <laughs> Which I gave him a pass. Jimmy the King. If he said Jimmy the King or Chris Cannon, I'd give him a pass <laughs> on either one. Okay, I've got two honorable, honorable mentions on this one. Yes, Your Honor. Uh, Bret Hart. <clears throat> he had two title runs. One was cut short storyline-wise. <clears throat> the other was cut short because yeah, yeah. Goldberg kicked his head into the fifth one. Which round. one did he win the tournament for? Was that the first one, wasn't it? That's the first one. His first one, it's him at Benoit in the finals. Fuck, incredible. Yep. <coughs> was that better, or was their TV match for Owen in Owen's honor better? Oh, Owen's God. honor. Owen that is. TV match in Owen's honor was so yeah. emotional. So goddamn emotional. Because the pay per view was actually in Toronto. In mm-hmm. Yeah, but the Owen trip was in was at the, Yeah, where he, where Owen died. Yeah, and they started to show off a break cut in the promo. Chris comes out squalling. I'm squalling. I was like, oh goddamn! I hate now we go back and watch that. Which yeah. Which, which what row was that? What, what, I don't know. Just it look. wasn't on Raw. It was on Nitro. I mean, look, just Google it. Like Benoit, <laughs> Benoit versus Hart, Owen Tribune. Yeah, you know where they did that? Kimber Arena. Kimber Arena. Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. 
Uh, you got Brett as honorable mention, you said? Yeah. And the other honorable mention, and you're going to shit on it because you already have, David Arquette, just because... <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? You better give him fucking hell right now. What did it do to increase business? It was tying in with the movie that was coming out. It but was tying what in did it with do to increase business? Nothing at exactly. all. Exactly. It bit them in the ass big time. The only thing it did give us was Chris Canyon damn near dying on live TV. What happened there? Oh, you've never the seen the Triple Tower Triple Tier Cage. Yeah, I saw that. No, I not see. in the movie. Like, no, I've seen the match, yes. Canyon takes a bump from the top to the fucking arena floor. Oh, yes. Okay. Like, yeah, I think you said Chris Candido. No, Chris, no, Candido was, he was already gone by then. I think he was time. already gone by then. I like his He did come in for a while there uh, during that turn. Since we already bashed him once tonight, who's responsible for that? Russo. Tony Schiavone. Schiavone. That's Shivani's idea. That really? That's Shivani's idea. Putting the title on Arquette was Shivani's idea. Oh, my God. He was sitting there saying, let me guess, David Arquette's going to win the title. And Vince said, he wasn't, but now he is. Are you fucking serious? That's exactly and how the conversation went. literally, literally thought that they could run into like Don't US. Don't fucking put that on Tony Shivani for being a Shivani has said he, <laughs> in his podcast that it was his idea. That they thought it would get them some good publicity. Unfortunately, we be- love the movie. But the movie's right. fucking bombed in theaters. It's got a horrible rating on Rotten Tomatoes. So it's it, the greatest movie of all fucking time. Hey, what's the Highlander? It sucked. <laughs> I agree. I love the movie. Critics hated it. So therefore, this whole angle was the shits. Movie sucked. I'm sorry. I said it. Ready to Rumble's awesome. Uh, no, it doesn't. Oh, what's better, it or Body Slam? No, fucking. Oh. Metal Annihilation was fucking better. Put Body it, Slam was Oh, great. we're talking straight, shitty wrestling movies. Oh, um, No Holds Barred, Body Slam, Ready to Rumble. I'd watch a marathon of all three over and the over. The Wrestlemaniac, Ray Mysterio Ray Mysterio is a serial killer in Mexico. I have not seen that one. Do you want to watch it? Yes. Okay, you can have it when you're done. I'll bring it next Tuesday. Okay, my number five. <laughs> my number five, and I would have him higher on this list, That's but good, huh? the number five just goes with this guy. It's uh, Booker T. My number five. It's Booker T. That's kind of why I put him at number five. Right. I, I would have I had him then, much then, higher. Well, then I thought it worked out perfectly with him and Jerry both being at five. Because, well, like I said, for all the bad Russo did in WCW, that's... Two of the few things he got right. My that number four. Alone, pushing Lance Storm the way he did. Yes. And pushing Elix Skipper. Uh, he shit all over Mike Awesome. Uh, and I love the Dark Carnival. ICP, Muda, and Vampiro. Yeah. So he did some things okay, but. My number four. The, the, the <laughs> bad definitely outweighs the good. Oh, no fucking doubt. My number four is Jeff Jarrett. Okay. I. Uh, Whenever they, that's why I had to kill himself. Wow, that's been the turn the buckle podcast for this week and probably forever, guys. Thank you for. He's sitting there with his daddy. Oh my god! What the fuck's the matter with you? 
I hate Mike Graham. He's a bitter old motherfucker <laughs> that was only in the business because his dad owned the territory. He never drew a fucking dime. He never had a creative idea, but he constantly shits on Jared. And I'm a huge fan of Jared. I'm actually friends with Jeff Jared. So for him to shit on somebody that I know personally is bullshit. I busted 10,000 guitars, never drew a dime. Motherfucker, nobody was drawing a dime in WCW. Trust me, I had friends getting paychecks from there. And when you get to the part on Raw, AJ shits all over WCW on the game. Does he really? <laughs> yeah, he actually talks about Paris without calling his name. Really? Yeah, he said, uh, it almost killed the, my love for the business. He goes, it did, guys, like my tag team partner. And I was like, please say Harry Paris. Please say Harry Paris. He didn't say Harry Paris. Oh, God. Uh, number three, I've got Sting. Great runs of those titles. Like I said, if you look after <clears throat> His first run was NWA when he beat Flair. But after he beats Luger, everything after that is all WCW runs. Well, mine, uh, my biggest thing on that is when he came back as Crow Sting and beats Hogan. Hogan at Starcade. Yeah. Well, beats, beats him at Starcade. Right. I'm going match probably in history. Oh, shit. That's badass. Isn't it? Page goes for the cutter. Sting hooks the ropes. Goes to the cutter, hooks the ropes. Drags him out, hits him with a scorpion death drop. Nice. And see, he's got the wide around his ankles on that one. Oh, yeah. So that was, yeah, the, that was during one of the runs. Number two, I've got Hollywood Hogan. So you flopped two and one for mine? No. Oh, really? No, number one, I don't even have him on the list. I consider him more WCW, not the Nitro. Yeah, but he had more title wins on Nitro. Sorry, y'all. No, we. That's Put it on we, podcast. That's what we do on the podcast. And uh, number one, I've got Diamond Dallas Page. Eh, I can see that. Like I said, I love Page's runs for the best. Well, it's like you said, never supposed to be there, was only supposed to be a manager, wasn't even supposed to get in the ring. He does. He was always in his third And when he started. finally hits that win to get that belt, the pop, the. There wasn't one person sitting on their ass. No. Well, I, I think, think sitting I think watching it, I think I jumped up. You have. No. Oh, he snatched his paper again. <laughs> I jumped up when I was watching. I was like, oh, my God. I don't know if I jumped yes. more for that one or your Scott Hall mention last week with the tease of the NWO. Both, I think, were oh, yeah. career-defining moments for Paige. No doubt. All right. So I have four of his five. His top three are the same exact top three as mine. It's just flip flop. So as long as nobody ends up with The Rock on their WCW list, I shouldn't have to go off on anybody. <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right, my honorable mention. I can handle Jericho, but not the Rock. <laughs> my honorable mention is Booger T. Same reasons, y'all. One of the. Oh, I'll get to he, that. He said Booger. That's what I thought. He yeah. said Booger. Yeah. He that's, said, that's, uh, that's that's Booger T's cousin that does Indies in Mexico. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Booger G. Gi Gi Broke. Gi Broke. Gi Broke. Ryder did Gi Broke. My number five. Ron Simmons, with the simple fact that first black world champion in WCW, the moment it created, and the man who he beat for the title of Vader. So you're racist is what you're telling us. He's just your five. I see how it is. Yeah, the two black guys are five in the honorable mention. Yeah, I see how it is. <laughs> Number five, of course, we're all talking about great. You can play, but you can't sit at my table. <laughs> My number four, Vader. <laughs> I give Josh Hill every podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's the whole podcast. Hey, at least he's not got hit the dick this week. 
The podcast is not over. Oh, shit, I shouldn't have said that. Oh, no. We've not done it this time, but usually we record this shit way out of order, and Jason puts it in order. So last week, we film... We record the end before we do the top top five. Yeah, the top five, or top ten. We did top ten last week, yeah. So Josh says, I'm just happy I've not been hitting the balls yet. Gonna that leave. was his pop. Was he, gonna, I didn't get hit in the balls this yeah, week. Will was going to leave after we did the top 10 because he had to go to work super early. So he ends up hanging around. So the end of the show is already recorded. Josh says he's not been hit the balls. So we come back for the spot that's supposed to be before that. And Josh is bitching about being hit in the balls. <laughs> now, two weeks ago, Will hit even a ball so hard that I had to no sell my concern for the whole three hour podcast. <laughs> Did I not? Like, I mean, he hit this motherfucker so so hard. He's in the floor. You see a lump in his throat. Like, his testicle was in his throat. And he's fucking He's Literally, it sounded like this. He's crying. Can't breathe. Just sitting there. And I was like, get up, you pussy. (laughs) (laughs) That shit didn't hurt. So the podcast is over. I was like, god damn, are you okay? (laughs) Fuck, I felt so bad for you. So then last week he brags on his pop, which is our point of positivity we end the podcast with, about not being hit the balls. And then he gets hit the balls before the point of positivity happens <laughs> in podcast world. Alrighty. Because I'm what you call, you know, a bitch. <laughs> Alright. What's your uh, number? Where are you at? Three, two? Trace. Three. So we did Vader, Dominant Rain. No, we didn't do Vader. Yeah, four, Vader. Dominant Reign, 21 months as WCW champion. Matches with Cactus Jack, Steamboat. He never looked like anybody was ever going to beat him. No, yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. He was fucking dominant. Him and Sting had the little hamburger battle. You know, White Castle battle. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Here's where my number three is. My number three is Hogan. What you going? Yes. Hogan, 96 Bash, you know, all the stuff with NWO. Yes, his multiple world title. He's low on my list for two reasons. Because his creativity... His creative control, his politics, and what I believe is one of the downfalls of WCW. Oh, of course. But it was also the rise of WCW with having Hogan as champion both times. When he came in in 94, it brought it back up to the first first time they ever made profit. The first time WCW, not NWA, not Crockett Promotions, the first time World Championship Wrestling had ever made profit was after the Bash at the Beach where he beat Flair. So, I thought it was a not at bash. I thought it was deep. It was deep nine, but yeah. they didn't get the revenue until the next day. Okay, I got you. I got you. So you can't knock him for that. You right. can't knock him for his creative because you knew when he was coming in, he was going to be the world champion. Yes. Uh, what you can knock people for right there is the streak of opponents he had. Yes. Sharp. Everybody that he beat or beat him in W. You leaving? No. I'm good. I love you. Love you. Love you. Love you, yeah, love you. Love you. Be careful. Um, pretty much, he got his win back over. Or he beat him again. Yeah. Uh, the boss, his boss man, the shark, the booty man, all these different people. Uh, so creative was bad. I don't think you can blame the. You can't blame Hogan for the demise of WCW. Uh, okay, maybe not just the demise, you know, the booking. Because he did have his creative aspects, but he did also put other people over. He did put Sting over. He did yeah, put Luger Goldberg. over. Goldberg. He put Goldberg over. Mm. He put the Giant over. His debut, yeah. So. He also murdered the giant by throwing him off the building on and the And then end. lost to him. <laughs> hey, hey, uh, I, uh, show no sell it. 
Yeah, he come back. <laughs> he knows all but the stuff. No, no bruises, no water on him. I get what no you're saying. He gets a bad reputation mainly for what happened to Bash at the Beach. But honestly, let's look back at it. You put Hogan back in the red and yellow at that time, he would have drew money. Maybe that could have turned him around. We'll never know because Vince did something smart in my opinion. He went with two young guys. He went with Booker and Jared to trade the title. Number two is the main person he feuded with throughout his run as the NWO, as the heel, Sting. My same comparison with Rock and What are you doing? Going. Are you leaving? Yeah. All right, you may bring you some home. Please. All right, I love you. Love you. Bye, Jen. Love you. I think she's out. Oh, all right, love you. Love, love you. you. Love you. Be careful. Take some of your sugar when you get in the car. Like I said, Sting, Hogan and Sting was the feud. <coughs> same thing as Rock and Austin. Yes, Hogan might still have a good baby face, but does it have the same effect as Crow Sting and Hollywood Hogan? Well, even before that, you had Sting run with Luger. Luger. Sting run with Vader. Then the Sting run with uh, Crow when he come back, like Jason said. Yeah, baby. He had a Sting too. run one night. He beats DDP, Flair. Some other guy, I can't remember who it was, in a random four-way on Nitro win the title. Like, opening match. Mm. And I think then, he lost it back that same night, too, though. Might have. That's, they did a lot of... There's a lot of switching. They did a lot, a lot of, of fuck, title switching back yeah. then, which decreased the value of the title tremendously. Yeah, back in them days, in Nitro era, there was not a long brand. I think Goldberg held the title the longest. In the Nitro era, was in the 176 days. <laughs> <laughs> T.Y. just sent me a tweet from the Sheet. Somebody said, name a player you never want to see play for your team. Sheet said, that dumb son of a bitch air bud. <laughs> <laughs> and then my number one. Oh, hold that thought. Oh, oh, oh. Ex-horseman manager James J. Dillon and the taskmaster Kevin Sullivan are on opposite sides of the court on the Judge Harvey ABC show Tuesday night. <laughs> oh, God. Seven sent me that. I might have set a GBR for that oh, shit. Oh, fuck. Bust tonight. I have to watch it tomorrow on Hulu now that I got a login. Shit. Welcome. <laughs> and then my number one is Ric Flair. First recognized WCW champion. Why is it so angry? <laughs> that is that rough. Why is your butthole pissed? He said, fuck Ric Flair. <laughs> <laughs> He said, wrong answer, bitch. <laughs> Flair's first recognized world champion as WCW as an independent brand, breaking away from the NWA. I feel like him being there as that first WCW world champion, helping uh, WCW through the pre-Nitro or through the pre-NWO days, I feel like him getting there. Shut the fuck Are up. Are shoveling shit? <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> Every <laughs> motherfucker knows that knows me knows I talk with my hands. I'm Italian. I don't talk with my hands that much. Shut up. But yes, he helps him through the pre-WCW. Tracy's mother's dance off. <laughs> through the pre-NWO days, do we still have WCW getting to the point of the NWO without Flair helping them initially? I don't know. No, nah, because that's when the Dungeon of Doom and the Horsemen joined forces. Solomon, my son. <laughs> <laughs> but that's my list. Big Willis style. You're up. <laughs> so, number five, Jeff Jarrett. 
tell you, my list is fucking same as every goddamn list. <laughs> That's how you know you're raising the south of Jarrett's on your list. Number four, Booker T. Three is Flair. Two is Steam. One is Hogan. Smart man. T-Y. Honorable mention. I've got to throw one on me. Woo! I've got Luger. I like that. Yeah, don't hate it at all. Luger was on my list. Like I said, he was the WCW World Champion when Flair left. Flopping. Kept that till he uh, dropped it. Then he did randomly beat Hogan on an episode of Nitro. You fat bastard. Which I don't understand why. <laughs> why are they not selling a pay per view? Well, they were. The pay per view was that following Saturday. It was the Road Wild pay per view. But. Bye, bye, bye. <laughs> All right. Anybody else want a fork? No, I got a pizza. <laughs> Man. Sorry, T.Y. T.Y. wants the fork. <laughs> I, got, I, I don't want the fork. He wants the whole damn thing. No, I don't want any of it. I can't eat too much of that cake. Uh oh. That's a big day, Mom. That's, uh, that's sugar. Right in the middle of a podcast. What? We back. All right. We're live, pal. Sorry about that. Had a, had a phone call from the children's. We didn't need to air on the podcast. Let's just say, if you do stupid shit, you deserve to win stupid prizes. Yes. There you go. All right, I'm going to go back to the Arnold Mansion, which is uh, Lex Luger. Good. Yeah, mm-hmm. Sorry, go ahead, T.Y., sorry. <laughs> about, I, had a, about almost had a big, big wheel moment from Saturday. <laughs> 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 it's funny because it's true. <laughs> <laughs> he says with a mouth full of white yeah. and stuff. No one pink. <laughs> so my number five is going to be Booker T. Booker. Not because he held it five times. That was he actually crazy. held it six times. Yeah. I'm done. Uh, number four, Ron Simmons. I felt like he would needs to be on that list. Uh, so I mix up two and three. Number three was supposed to be Sting, but I didn't realize what numbers I was at. But my number three will be Sting. Number two being Hogan. All that drawing power. Mm-hmm. Number one because he's the most recognizable. Would be Flair. It was hard for me to put Hogan over Flair in a WCW one. But the reason I did was because it was WCW and not more NWA based. Right. Nobody had Kevin Nash on their list. There's a reason for that. <laughs> That's funny. Nobody had Goldberg That's on funny. the list either. There's a reason for that. for that. yeah. Which Goldberg probably drew as much, if not, than anybody. But he only had that one ring, and it wasn't that long. I mean, yeah, he had the rooms. ones. He had two rings. He had a ring as a heel. Oh, yeah, the 2000, yeah. Whose oh, fucking idea yeah. was that? Russo. Anybody watch? Now, listen. Russo was supposed to bring in a surprise that night. Who was that, who was that surprise? Road Warrior Animal. Animal, yeah. No, uh, it was... Uh, no, that was when Sid broke his leg in the title match. Now, this he was... Did come in but it, this was the Nobody same... Nobody said Sid. Uh, yeah. Nobody said Benoit. 
Why nobody say Benoit? He held the title for one fucking night. There you go. Yeah, he quit the next Nitro. Mm-hmm. What'd you do me? The next Monday. Mm-hmm. Him and the Radicals were in the crowd. Because I think uh, uh, he, him and Sullivan were not tied anymore. If you get my drift. Neither was Nancy. <laughs> Sullivan! <laughs> my son! <laughs> well, this I, is where I, we usually take a break, but we just took a break, so we need the, to take another break. The, okay, look. I got food. I'm good. I'm good. I'm done. It's sweet. Very <sighs> All right, guys, we are going to take a quick break right, right here. We'll come back to... That whoa. cake is sweeter than fish pussy. God damn. Sweeter than We'll be food. right back. <laughs> All right, guys, we're back ready to close the show out this week. Uh, time for Josh's favorite part of the podcast. I'm grateful for my family and my job. I don't know when I became your... If you scream, I'm punching you in the dick. I think your sister will, too. I bet you won't. It's time for the pop. I'll punch you in the dick for that, too. You know what? You ain't gonna do shit. I'm not the one. <laughs> he has a vagina. He has a vagina. He has a vagina. He knows all the He had on a cup. <laughs> but not an athletic <laughs> Cup. He actually had a cup. <laughs> Did you stick your and, balls in the cup too? <laughs> and just so you're, just so that's you guys man, know, it man. was a Dixie cup. And he put the, <laughs> and he put the cup in the sink. Oh fuck! I'm telling you. But it is time for the pop this week, so uh, we'll go ahead. Uh, Ty, you're our. Very special guest, most honorable of guests this week. Uh, trying to. It's okay. Uh, just anything positive going on in your life right now? Anything good you want to talk about? Any kind of positive, positive quotations you want to put out there in the world or anything like that? Sit back and relax and just let's listen to what the old Uncle T.Y. has to say. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. This is something Drew started. We keep it going in the podcast. Have a seat, Josh. Okay, I'll have a seat. And shut the fuck up. So. He fits right in. Right. <laughs> so I've uh, basically revived my career, which I thought was going to be over with in probably a couple of months. But thanks to Ace and Amy Haven of Pro South Wrestling. Uh, they have gave me a lot of uh, confidence in myself uh, as a person, as a performer, and the creativity that I have now has not been this well in my career almost ever. And you kind of saw it at RCW this past Saturday with Zach. Um, there's, I'm not saying a vicious side to me, but a smarter side. I know, like I'm putting things where they need to be at with certain people with certain gimmicks and how to act and stuff like that and I've like basically went to like a Brian Pillman loose cannon gimmick at Pro South is what people are calling it I kind of don't want to go that route Larry Goodman has put it over big time yeah I mean I appreciate Larry the last post was incredible for me to read being there from day one in your career with you watching Everything you went through, your struggles, uh, in and out of the ring, personal life, and everything else. 
to see, and Jason knows how Larry Gibbons posts are. Like, yeah. he shit all over a Ben Thrasher match, but he put over a Monster Mall match. Same person, same move set, I'm just wearing a hood. Yeah. Later, when I learned how to put everything together, because whether you admit it or not, you take those posts seriously. Like, you get offended when he shits all over you. If you don't, you're in the wrong fucking business. Because Larry is a noted critic that has respect. So, to see that he put over... He hated how much time the segment took. Uh, yeah. But he yeah. said after it was done, he understood why. But he loved it, your your crazy snapping persona that you're doing. And to, to Larry Goodman's, uh, to back him up, when I was looking at my watch and like kind of dozing off like I was asleep, that was my cue for Aaron to like, for me to tell him, or fuck up. I don't think he ever <laughs> caught that. But, like, finally I had to do the physical, hit the table, stipulation, come on, let's go, whatever. Right. Um, that was, like, half shoot, half work. But I was trying to get be kind of creative with that. But uh, Aaron Dallas is, you fucking cat. <laughs> it's a bully, dude. Oh, dang, yeah. man. What, what the dog's doing to you? Exactly. Anyway, um. The guy that I'm working with now, Aaron Dallas, you guys are going to know a lot more of here in the next couple of years. And moving forward, that dude is super good. He has no idea how good he is. Breaking news. We have a new DH option for April. Alex Anthopoulos said today that Ronald Acuna has advanced so much since his ACL rehab that he'll be available as DH the first month of the season. They're targeting a date in May for his return to the field. I said Braves Tom blog. Yeah. Fuck them guys. I don't They're think usually pretty accurate. Uh, I had heard that somewhere else. Acuna said it. Said he was 85% on his rehab. Might have been where it was. All right. So, yeah, you, you were telling me the other day to check out this Aaron Dallas kid. Yeah, dude. Uh, there's a lot of – there's actually a lot of guys who I work with at Pro South now. Uh, Marcus Eriks, he's actually from California. Believe it or not, that guy – you see him on Pro South every Friday – Shoot lives in California. Oh, wow. Yeah. And uh, he's not everybody's cup of tea, but he's 110% mine. Oh, get out of here, dude. Yeah, they're bringing back the international rule. But um, there's a lot of good guys. Like Brandon Wally's another one. Eric Silva is a fantastic promo good worker. Um, but yeah, dude. Um, if it wasn't, and there's people. Your wife actually shared that. Did she? I bet yeah, she. Yeah, that's did. where I seen it from. I bet she did. Um, but now there's people that uh, there that if it wasn't for them, especially like Ace and Amy, were like pull me aside. It's like you're a vital part of this team, which I didn't really get anymore. Because when I went to when I went to Pro South, I kind of had this idea that I was feeling for a spot and being done, but like after the Battle Rumble, they're like, we want you to come back. We Please be available whatever you can be. Okay, you know I mean, I, I'm available once a month or whatever, but as soon as Super Show was over with, I was like, yeah, this is where I need to be. Like, I don't, I, there's no there's no question, and, and uh, that's where I'm at, and as of last Saturday, Get ready for this. I've had 818 matches in my career. Yes, I know exactly how many matches I have in my 
<coughs> square, and it's eight hundred and eighteen. It should be a lot, lot more. You know what, Eric Washington? You wrestled two years in the business, kid. Yep. <laughs> lesson. 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 That's a great pop, Tyler. I'm proud of you too. Yeah, Ace hell yeah. And Amy, uh, we don't talk about them a lot on this show. They've been brought up a few times, but uh, I ain't got nothing bad to say about either one of those. I Ace has always been super cool in any show I've ever been on with, even when. Uh, he would come up and do Empire. He was great. Amy's always been nothing but wonderful to me. So I think the world of the Havens, and I've wrestled for their promotion a few times. And it's a little building. Crowd's yep. real close to you. But it's an old school fan base. And they're and they're drawing uh, a lot of people on their YouTube uh, YouTube channel. But they're still packing the building out, even though you can sit at home and watch it for free on YouTube. Nice. But I enjoy the show. I'd like to go live one time. And, and it's not a bad drive. It's really not. From here, not it's, not, it's not bad at all. We went through uh, center. So, you know, just go all the so way to 27. Yeah. It probably took you guys an hour and a half to get there. For me. That was an hour 15. Oh, okay. Day, yeah. okay. Hour okay. 15, hour 20. It's really nice. Because it's quicker for us. Where you go over the mountain, it's quicker for us to shoot straight down 27, go all the way through center, yeah. take a ride through center, and then go in that way. Now, when I get off work, like if I go now, to work, the good news is up. if we go now, we've got a vacation spot down at Weiss Lake. We just stayed. We'd stop there on the way back in. Oh, at hell, least that, wouldn't the take, night. that wouldn't take long at all. Like and, maybe ten minutes, and that yeah, and that's legit one hour from my door, yeah, from my do? house to there. I just sure. sat back. Then fucking Jason broke his chair. Is that one of the new chairs that she's trying to fix? This ain't one she's trying to fix. That's a good thing. That's what she's gonna have to fix. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's uh, one show I never got around to. Well, I never made it a, down there. You get a Friday early, I'll gladly ride down with you. Well, that's the thing. My Fridays at work or so, you never know what you're going to have with them. Just remember, you gain an hour because you're going to Alabama. Yep. That's true. So, you, and essentially, it's a little over an hour, so you'll almost get there when you left. Yep. Coming home sucks because you lose an hour, but <laughs> that's why I said we can stay over at the cabin and crash, spend the night, and get up Sunday, Saturday morning and come home. But, um... Or we could drive through, but if we stay at the cabin, we take the boat out on the lake at night. But yeah, I owe, I owe them my career and the, or my re, re surface of my career and everything else. What's going on for me today? If anybody decides, and I'm not gonna name names because I'm not, I don't know. I mean, if I, anybody wants to shit on Ace and Amy, you can go fuck yourselves because they're the best people I know. And a lot of you younger guys that we talked to Saturday night, if you're not doing anything Friday night. Or you are doing something Friday night, and it's not worth the time if we tell you it sucks. Try to get your foot in the door at one of two places. Amy and Ace Haven at Pro South in Piedmont, Alabama, or get in contact with myself, or and I'll put you in touch with Rick, because Rick's real weird about contacting people he don't know. But believe it or not, in this business, the people vouch for you it goes a lot longer, a lot further than you doing it yourself. So there's one guy in particular, Tyler and I was talking to now, that's use that guy. Yeah. Cancel these bullshit local shows in Rossville that you're doing. And Pikeville and Rome and Subligna, all these shit shows. Don't do that shit no more. And if I pissed you off, I'm sorry. Straighten your fucking show up and I won't call it a shit show. But as long as it's a shit show, I'll call it a fucking shit show. If I won't come watch it, it's a shit show because I love wrestling. But... Go take advantage of Amy and Ace and what they can teach you. And there, too, you never know who's going to show up. There was a long time where Jimmy Rave was there every Friday night before he was even booking the show. 
Kyle Matthews was there for a long run. Mike Posey, Corey Hollis, so many guys you can learn from. The other one is trying to get your foot in the door at uh, NCW, which is uh, Anarchy's Friday Night Show in Cornelia, Georgia. That leads to you getting booked on Anarchy. It's always been that way. Unless you were a huge super indie name, you had to work the Friday night shows to get on the Saturday night TV tapings. And if you think I'm lying, ask Matt Sales. That motherfucker started on the Friday night shows with no gimmick, no body, and now he's fucking phenomenal. And he's a fucking drunk. I love you, man. <laughs> yeah, he's a drunk. He, Matt's not an alcoholic because alcoholics are quitters that go to meetings. We love you, Matt, and I'm happy I get to see you uh, this Saturday. Oh, and, and we'll get to see the Braves game, too. Yeah, that following Saturday. Yeah, and we're going to have fun at the Braves game. We're going to park at your house, and I'm going to buy all the beer, Matt. <laughs> when he hears this, he'll be like, deal. That motherfucker don't know how much I can drink. All right, you don't ben. know how fat I am and how hard it is to walk all that way. What My you got for yours? Was, I, I'd said something about it earlier, and that's going to be part of it, but like, Drew always told us to not carry grudges, so I had heat with Vic Delicious for probably 15 years now. At least. Over some personal shit. Uh, the guy that it actually happened to begged me to let it go for years, and just me being the protector that I am, I, I couldn't let it go. Uh, guy I look up to immensely, Tom Pritchard asked me to let it go. I let it go for a couple of shows, but couldn't do that. Tyler knows what happened. Jason knows what happened. I'm not going to put the business out there, but, you know, I can move on from that. But my <clears throat> the biggest part of my pop this week is going to play off Tyler's because what he said kind of resonated with me. My career was all but done when we shut UEW down. Like, I had no desire to do anything else in wrestling. I didn't watch wrestling on TV. I didn't really care for it. Then All In came about. That kind of piqued my interest because of what it was. Watched that. AEW developed. And I was like, okay, this is an ulterior product. I'll watch it. I still watch Japanese wrestling. And then Tyler calls and wants to buy my belt. So I go down there and do a couple spots for him. Uh, my grandfather dies when I'm down there one night. So kind of had family shit to deal with for a while. So I didn't go back. Um, Logan come in, took over what I was doing, did a great job with that. I didn't want to step on anybody's toes. He decided he was taking time off. Tyler reached out, and I thought, you know what? Jason's back wrestling now. That means I don't have to drive to Chatsworth alone, which fucking sucks. Yes. Uh, I don't have to worry about making my kids go, so I don't have to drive alone. And I've been rejuvenated. It's uh, <clears throat> I said to the boys in the dressing room that... I was only so good in the ring, but I'm far superior behind the scenes. I actually said I'll toot my own horn behind the scenes. I'm fucking amazing. And then Big Bill retorted that. Yeah, and a lot of the boys did. That made me feel good. So being that Tyler has has his show and he wants it to kind of change directions and not have the stigma that Chatsworth and Dalton Wrestling has had for years on it, he wants to be looked at as not Chatsworth Wrestling, he wants to be looked at as one of the best in the state. And with the freedom he gave me Saturday night to hold these guys accountable and tell them what we demand of them, and we're gonna hold them accountable for what we demand, and if they don't do it, I told the guys, wrestlers are a dime a dozen, and I got a dollar to spend. Do that math and figure out I can replace every one of you. And we told them, and that goes from the top guy to the bottom guy. If you don't wanna be here, if you can't follow directions, we don't need you. 
for Tyler to bring me back in and put me in his booking circle with him and uh, Josh Jones and give me the freedom to run the dressing room this way. Um, it's rekindled my love for pro wrestling and the show and the talent we had Saturday just kind of kind of kept that going and I couldn't be happier. I put on a Facebook post that I was happy to be a part of this roster and there's guys come out of the woodwork loving the post, liking the post. Uh, Menace has done hit me up about wanting to come in, Wayne. Hack. I've got a bunch. Oh, he'll, of he'll fucking blow everybody up. Yeah, I'm gonna put him against Will Carlson at first. I think Will might be able to hang with him. I thought Nodges was gonna hang with him. Oh he, yeah, he was having a tough. tough but time. I've had some of the Knoxville boys hit me up. Wayne Atkins is wanting to come in and do some work. There's a lot of guys just because of me and Shane being involved that you'd never think you'd see in chats where so. Me, Tyler, and Josh, with the help of the roster, we're about to change the face of Chatsworth Wrestling. Our goal is to be on and win some of the GHW Wrestling Awards in the coming year. Yeah. And I think we can do it. That's my pop. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Josh, Will, when do y'all want to go next? Okay, so, I have, my pop's really weird. They usually are. One involved like a badge in a box a couple weeks ago. He don't remember. I think that was yours. No, it's not in a box. It's a sleeve. So, I had to put four of them together and put them in a basketball sleeve, but still. Make it up. You're welcome, Will. Thank you. So, James and Josh. in love. You know Todrick Hall because, well, me. <laughs> My pop is actually about him this time. Why does that name sound familiar? He is a rapper, musician, dancer, all of the above, but he's like gay and pretty much made his own. Is he on the Tiki Top? He has a TikTok, yes. Okay. But his new video for Go Milk and Orange Queen drops Friday. And the That's video. You get orange juice and you squeeze it. I'm a squeeze, not milk. Well, you call me. You didn't post, even know you could do will that. Will you shut the hell up? I'm getting on the kid for not knowing how to squeeze an orange. She didn't know you could squeeze an I orange. I never know. You said armpit. You said no, you, you can't said squeeze that. an orange. I can squeeze an orange. Was that not what she said? Um, we oh, stopped we're talking about armpits because I had my hand raised to comment on Tyler. That was way after the armpit. Yeah, that was like three hours. You said I'm you so you said well, no shit, you're breathing, aren't you? <laughs> you said wait, you can squeeze an orange. How the fuck you think you get orange juice? You squeeze a goddamn orange. That's how you get orange. Then why'd you act dumb when you said wait, you can squeeze an orange? Emily, Emily, yeah. Good evening. Okay. Good night, child. Go sleep under your bed. So, Todrick, new video. Todrick's new video drops Friday, and from <coughs> the post I read, I'm pretty sure it's shot in Ukraine, and all Ukraine cast and crew, and 23 Ukraine dancers. Did they use a crane to shoot the video? Like a crane cam? They had to rent it. it was, that's why it's called a Ukraine. Oh, it come from U-Haul. Yeah. Knowing Todrick and the productions that he puts he on, didn't probably. Get it. I hate you. I know. I'm glad you got it. <laughs> I'm glad you got it. And just the shot from the video is fucking phenomenal. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, hell yeah. Uh, Ray Mysterio coming to the ring. That is. One of them lucha gimmicks he wears. Yeah, sure. I mean, to be fair, 
Todrick Hall will be your next gay gimmick centric music. Yes. <laughs> Somebody's gonna start coming out to poison. <laughs> I made up my mind on the way over here. Poison is too good not to have it blare over wrestling speakers anymore. <laughs> we used to use it. Poison poison or Bell Biv DeVoe poison? That's what I was gonna ask, but I figured I'd be called poison. dumb. No, because Bell Biv DeVoe There's poison is fire also. There's very few people that can get Bell Biv DeVoe's poison over his ring music. We're two of them. Okay, Joshy. Remember your limitations. No family, no work, no. Uh, <laughs> if he says anything about work or family, stab his hand. <laughs> With the baby for it. My pop. No girlfriend. My pop. Like, <laughs> oh. You didn't give me the dick this time. That's my pop, though. You said that once before, and it didn't end very well. I would not hold on to that. Yeah. Yeah. You just fucking. No, no, my pop, legit, my pop is, you know, looking forward to the wrestling that's coming up, you know, us going to your house, watching, you know, Ring of Honor, Mania. Stand and deliver. Stand and deliver. Then not one of Mania. Yes, (laughs) and then going to RCW Friday, April 1st for that show, and then, you know, (laughs) I said we could go back to my house Friday night and watch it. Right. If everybody was cool with that, or we could just watch it all Saturday. I'd probably make it to your house and I'd fall asleep. You do that when we watch a pay-per-view regularly. You both do. <laughs> Trust me, Jason's where I'm sitting. Josh is where Bella's sitting. Will's there and Jennifer's there. And I'm right here and I'm like, look over to my left, Jason's snoring. Look over to my right, Josh is snoring. Holy shit. Think about it. This oh, wait, it's better. And we were all fucking together, and they were fucking asleep. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, you woke up with dick on your face? Yeah. Like, I laid my dick on your face. And not with a magic marker. It actually no, I would lay my dick on, on your face, face, and Tyler would trace it with a magic marker. <laughs> <laughs> I'd carefully do it, too. Or, if you got too drunk and you're just toilet puking, somebody may piss on your face. <laughs> you're a big, chiefy dog. <laughs> <laughs> I damn sure wasn't a bitch that night. <laughs> I had to throw Matt my sidekick real quick. I had to throw my sidekick my sidekick. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know it was a long time ago because I had a T-Mobile sidekick phone. It was neon green. I missed those fucking phones. Those ones were badass. Yeah. I thought my iPhone uh, keyboard is little. Them things are tiny. <laughs> you fast figure your iPhone. <laughs> 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 Can't imagine you have a sidekick with them little ass phones. Oh, it was rough. Oh, no. He had to use his pinky for that shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm like British just. <laughs> he kept a pencil in his pocket so he could hit the <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, his own stylus. I had one of them kindergarten pencils. <laughs> but yeah, you know, you've got. Yeah. Just, you know, you've got the regular that we usually watch or that we recap. you got SmackDown. Or you'll, let's go, you'll have Raw, you'll have Dynamite. Rampage. Or you'll have Raw, you'll have NXT because they'll have a go home show. You'll have Dynamite, you'll have Rampage, you'll have SmackDown that'll have a go home show. Saturday, and then you'll have Friday night, you'll have also the Hall of Fame. Right. Then you'll also have the Ring of Honor show that night. And then Saturday, we'll watch Ring of Honor. Then we'll watch Stand and Deliver. Then we'll watch Mania. Then Sunday, we'll watch Mania the second night. So it's, it's a lot of wrestling. And then Monday night after Raw, except for last year, or except for the last two years, is usually always good. The last two years have sucked. Yeah. yeah. But it's really hard. But we hard. do have one thing to look forward to. It's really hard with no crowd, though. Yes, and I'm excited about the Raw after Mania. This year I am. 
Well, Veer is finally going to debut. I hope not. <laughs> if you don't get a big ass pop just for the hell of it, I will fucking be shocked. He's going to walk out and say he's going to go back to Emma and then leave. <laughs> I'm going back to Shanky, number two. <laughs> I miss Jinda. I hate <laughs> <laughs> Uh, mine, I guess, is going to going to kind of be like what Tyler's was. Uh, going back to RCW like I did, you know, it was just going to be a. I was missing wrestling, wanted to go down, start hanging out again, doing it, you know, doing a show here, there, blah blah blah. And uh, getting down there, getting back into it, you know, I'm actually starting to get my wind back a little bit, you know, being able to go harder and better and then Ben kind of gave me a challenge he's like you know hey go hard on him this week you know make him work and everything and you know I think I did a decent job at keeping up and doing what I needed to do what I wanted to do only you and the boys in the back know about that actually the boys in the back don't know if you didn't tell them because I knew the finish that's how I knew None of the other boys knew the finish. The crowd didn't know the finish. So, with him being able to counter you both times you went for it, nobody could tell. So, right. the match was good. You know what the match is about, I'll tell you. And, uh, you know, when I came back, I had bought a pair of shorts that I was wearing to wrestle in. And Ben was like, you know, hey, here, I got something for you. So, I go over to film the vignette that we did uh, for me to insert myself in the match. And Ben gives me some... New ring gear that he doesn't have any use for anymore, so. Never again. No matter what Tyler says, never again. Yeah, you, you got one more in you. Never again. <laughs> you, you lie. Get, you'll get one. Again. You lie. You'll. Plus, I don't have a girlfriend. I'm wearing a butcher next time. <laughs> you will be. I don't care. You know what the Jim finish Rock is going to be? Not to wear that That's why I couldn't. We were talking about it at the house. That's why, if you'll notice, on the single that I gave him, on him, they're like normal legs. On me, they're like right there. Yeah. They're just right above a butcher. Because my <laughs> ex is like, your shit will fall out. Trust me, it's tucked. It ain't going. No, that's going to be the finish. You're going to close somebody, clothesline somebody with his dick. That's going to be the... <laughs> what about Bianca Belair's hair? <laughs> what? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be an idea for a finish. God damn. And that post would return to Ben Thrasher. <laughs> I don't know. I did say fuck in the middle of his ring and didn't get fired. Maybe it's because I come to the curtain. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it just came out. <laughs> but all right, guys. Uh, once again, the next RCW show is going to be Friday night, April, 1st. April the 1st. Uh, five big matches. Uh, main evented by a two out of three falls match. I forgot earlier, we will hear from Johnny Vipea. Okay, oh, so. Man. That's Viper's French cousin. His gay voice is going to come out again. <laughs> His regular voice. It sounds worse coming through a microphone. Oh, that's hilarious. But yeah, Friday night. Southern Canadian. <laughs> Friday night, April 1st, 806 Watch North 2nd Avenue. 806 North 2nd Avenue in Chatsworth, Georgia. Bell time is eight. And then every Friday in Piedmont, Alabama is 
Pro South. Uh, check out their YouTube where they live stream. I heard he's in the middle of a plug. Quit plugging us! Quit interrupting the plug! Piedmont, Alabama at the Pro South Arena. I'm not sure of the address, but if you find Piedmont, Alabama, you can't fucking miss it because. You can find. You can ain't none us there! You can find the directions at, at uh, the Pro South Facebook page. Our shows are every Friday night. <laughs> Doors open at 7. Yep. Uh, show, yeah, doors open at 7 at Central Time, which would be 8 Eastern. Right, so if you're driving from Georgia to go watch it, you, it'll be, the doors will open at 8 our time. It's, it's eight, it actually, the doors are open at 6.30 yeah. Central. So that's 7.30 our time if you're driving out there. So if you were to get off work, you got plenty of time to make it. And I highly suggest you go check it out. If for some reason you can't make the drive, uh, Pro South on Facebook goes live uh, on YouTube. On YouTube, I'm sorry. You, the link is on their Facebook. Yeah, uh, they will post the link, and you can just hit the link, or you can go straight to their YouTube page. Oh, which I, I, I suggest uh, subscribing to Pro South Wrestling's YouTube page. It will alert you when shows are going live. Not minutes. only shows, it does uh, when y'all add promos and yeah. Vignettes and anything else. It's uh, yeah, uh, put that bell notification to always on for daily wrestling news. And uh, that's the other guys. Yeah. That's not us. Yeah, give them a look, man. Like I said, Ace and Amy are great people. They're they're giving something back to that community, and the community loves it. So give Pro South a shot. Like I said, the fuck. We think a dinosaur just has something. <laughs> but uh. Give it, a, give it a shot in person, because I'm telling you, if you were never alive for studio wrestling, this is as close as you're going to get yeah, today's Yeah, it doesn't get any closer. It's, I mean, you're literally, there's a barricade, but it's probably, what, three foot away from the ring, if that? Yeah, sounds rough. Yeah, I mean, and then the, the crowd is everywhere else, so it draws great, great heat, great old school wrestling crowd. Uh, Got to watch the back of random little old ladies. Some of them in Alabama have been known to carry pocket files that are sharp and stab the shit out of you. Been there, done that. I got, I got the one with the brick in the purse one time. Give them a look on uh, YouTube. I promise you won't be disappointed. You might see some guys you've never heard of before, but I promise you'll see some guys that you'll hear of on down the road. Uh, I'm intrigued with this Aaron Dallas kid. I'm going to try to get some info on him and try to book some stuff. You'll see him soon. I, promise. Yeah. I, I can guarantee you that. You will see him soon. All right, guys, next week our top five is going to be the top five ECW heavyweight champions. And that covers the whole genre. If you want to go all the way back to Tri-State and Eastern, you can. And ECW, but only the real ECW. Nothing, yeah, not the WWE. Nothing no. after ECW they shit. become WWE ECW. Yeah, none of that shit. The classic ECW. Hey, there's only, put there's only three champions you could say that was worth a shit in that run anyway. Punk? Ezekiel Jackson. I'm playing. God, I'm Punk, Punk, Dreamer, Morrison. Vince, no, I'm playing. Oh, God. Punk, Dreamer, and Morrison are the only three that was worth a fuck in that, in that incarnation of ECW. So that will essentially leave us from... Shane Douglas is actually the first recognized extreme championship wrestling world champion. And Rhino is the last. So you've got anybody from that time frame when Douglas declared himself the ECW world champion in 94 when he threw the NWA belt down. 
to Rhino in 2000 when they shut down, or 2001 when they shut down. Anybody else in between, that run is perfect. I already know Jason's number one. Who? Who do you think? Who do you think? We'll I know. think about it next week. I'm not going to end it. You Where? don't push the button, motherfucker. No. <laughs> right. you no. This is domestic, and we don't want to be witnesses. So for Turn the Buckle Podcast, I'm Ben Thresher. Josh Cox. Phil Clark. Jason Hampton. And, and our, our special guests. guests. Uh, call me T.Y. Peace out, fuckers.